This is Diakonas, a Cops Calling podcast, Low Expectations, Take 7 episode. On this episode, Gary gives me some tennis pointers. We talk use of force by some Arkansas cops, Alec Baldwin, ATVs on the streets, and if inmates is a demoralizing and dehumanizing word. Plus, we got much, much more for you. But first, a quick word about one of our great sponsors. Diakonas, a Cops Calling, is supported by the Lancaster Patriot. The Lancaster Patriot is a conservative newspaper serving Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and beyond. If you are tired of liberal bias in your local newspaper, then you need to switch to the Lancaster Patriot right now. The Lancaster Patriot is not ashamed to stand on biblical truth and defend traditional values. Their newspaper includes local stories from Lancaster County, local sports, state, national, and international stories. They even have faith and perspective sections that apply the scripture to our culture. This is not a newspaper that will win any liberal or woke awards, but it will bring you the news free from corporate agendas and government talking points. Subscribe to the Lancaster Patriot today and get a real print newspaper delivered right to your door every single week. I am a proud subscriber of the Lancaster Patriot and you can join me. As a fan of Diakonasa Cops Calling, you can get a discounted subscription right now. Use promo code Diakonas, that's D-I-A, K-O-N-O-S and receive $15 off your first year's subscription. Sign up online at thelancasterpatriot.com or call 717-370-7508. Again, enter code Diakonos and save $15 on your first year subscription to local, honest, and conservative news. Visit www.thelancasterpatriot.com for more information or call them at 717-370-7508. 7508 We're going to we're going to take up tennis. Oh my. Goodness. I I wanted to talk to you about this because Do you, you need a racket? No, she uh she found um a deal for some rackets and tennis balls on probably Amazon or something. So she she got those and uh yeah, I don't. I I forget why how this came up or why she she started being like she wants to she wants to do this. Uh, I was like, sure, I'll play tennis. I mean, I'm not that good, and neither is she. But I said to myself, I know a guy that can give me some tennis pointers because I've alluded to it on the podcast before that you used to be a uh, star tennis player in high school. So I wanted to talk to you about your tennis career. I figured, what better place than right now? Yeah, exactly. On low expectations. Yeah. Take what? What take are we on? This is uh, low expectations. Well, let me back up. See, I think sometimes people are getting confused that low expectations is different than Diakonasa Cops calling. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, still it's, your... it's, it's, it's like its whole thing now. But this is Diakonasa, a Cops Calling podcast, low expectations episode, take seven. Take seven. Man, already seven. That's Take like seven. the perfect number, I think, right? It is the perfect number. Uh, on this episode, uh, we are going to sink into the sludge of Satisfactory. Oh, dude, we're moving up. <laughs> I love these. It's good to be satisfied, so that's cool. Like, Yeah, but it's just Satisfactory. Right, it's okay. It's not over the top. It's not great. Yeah. It's not... It's kind of like going to a movie... Right. And you get done with it, you're like, nah, that was all right. I mean, I don't go to movies, but. Right. Okay. Watch a movie on Amazon Prime, wherever you watch your movies, Gary. Yeah. And, and you, uh, you get to the end of the movie 
Like, and yeah. he's saying, yeah. I, I like, laughed a little. All right. I laughed a little. I, I wanted to cry, but I couldn't because I don't have emotions. <laughs> That's uh, not true. I know. Um, I was entertained, but like not like over the top. I and if that. it's a if it's an Amazon Prime movie that you actually rented, so you paid, you know, five six bucks for. Yeah, I've done it. Really? Yeah, Lauren and I would do that. I'm too cheap to do that. If it's not free, eh. uh, we don't do it a lot. But hey, ordering renting a movie for five six bucks is way cheaper than going to the theater. You go to Redbox, man. Get it for like a dollar. You still do Redbox, bro? I'm old, man. <laughs> I can't believe you still do. Red you don't Box. do Redbox. That's like, that's like, hey, me showing you my Blockbuster card from back in the day. I haven't done Redbox in years. Well, there's a Redbox right here, like basically like I know. on my way to and from most places. I can't remember the last time I did Redbox. I think it I just shows you how you old I am. Redbox. We're the same age, though. So that's. So how much do you pay for a movie out of Redbox? $1.10 or something like that? $1.20? Okay. And most of the time, they send you some like email and say like, if you get one, you get another one for, for I don't know, like. Or, hey, here's one for 99 cents. Here's a Blu-ray for 99 cents. Use Anyways, it's like that. Okay. So I pay five or six bucks for Amazon Prime Rental, which is super nice. You're just sitting on your couch. You're like, hey, babe, you, you want to watch a movie? Kids are in bed. You want to watch a movie? Yeah, sure. Let's watch a movie. Click, yeah. click, click. Click, click, movie. click. Hey, babe, go make us some popcorn. <laughs> Throw some butter on that thing. <laughs> and then boom, you got, Bam, you got your own, own little uh, movie going for five in your bucks. own little theater. Um, when I say theater, my TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so then you get done with a movie and you're like, eh, I kind of wish I wouldn't have paid $5 for that movie. It was, just, it was okay. Yeah. So that, that's where we're at. We're, we're sinking into the sludge of Satisfactory. Yeah. On this episode. I mean, if that's, they, that's our goal. If your listeners want a better movie or a better experience other than Satisfaction, like become a, become a patron. Yes. Like. Become a patron and maybe we can like step it up a little bit. Like we maybe can turn we... up the volume <laughs> instead of being at like three, which is usually where we're at, right? Do you think we're at three? I think, let's, let's give us a little better than three. Like a five? Five would be satisfactory, Five right? would be satisfactory. We're, which is we're usually how my evaluations go every year. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> One time I got an evaluation. So like back when I was a little bit heavier, uh, there was this guy I work with. Who literally, this guy was like the, the token, like, like Greek, the body, he had a body of a Greek god. Like, like, the, like me. Well, <laughs> yeah, let's just say a little more chiseled than you. Okay. <laughs> like the guy could swim forever. He could run forever. Oh, like he could basically levitate. Like okay. if he wanted to, he could levitate. All right. And uh, we both got fours out of fives for, um, for physical fitness. <laughs> And I, I looked at him and I was like, yo, I got the same number as you. And I was like 50 pounds heavier than I am now. So like, but I was, you know, I could still fight if I needed to. But like, yeah, so it was super funny. So I always made fun of him. He went in and complained to the bosses and they changed it from a four to a five. Well, he, goes, he goes, I can't have a four like Gary. Like, look at him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, super that's funny. probably some lazy supervision there. That shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. Right. It shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. That, that's, that's someone who just pulls last year's eval. Just like carbon copies it and Or it's like the typical, you can't give someone a five. Like everybody has room to improve them. This guy did not have room I to improvement with. There are times where you can give a five. I think so too. Yeah. And speaking of fives, like you need five-star reviews, honest five-star reviews. On these Man, things. you're giving all types of calls to I've action been, here. I've been doing this you're, a little bit. You're, you're really into the CTAs in this episode. What's a CTA? Call to action. Oh, man. Call uh, to action. But yes, no. Listen. I think, I think it's something like 36% of my 
of our listeners uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts. And I have a measly 87 ratings. It's, it's very easy. Listen, go to, the thing, go to the thing, push five stars, call it a day. It, it's, it's super so, easy. It's so easy. And if you want to go even one step further, wait, write a quick review. Just say awesome podcast. Yeah, That's or satisfactory. <laughs> like Don't a say satisfactory. Like five star, but satisfactory. Okay. Yeah, honestly, you can write whatever you want. Yeah. But it just helps in algorithms. Yeah, man. The algorithms is what kind of runs the... Yeah. Honestly, everything if, right if you now. want to know how you can support the podcast, literally the best place you can go is uh, com. On there is a support tab. You go in there, gives you five different things you can do to support the podcast. I'd appreciate doing any of them. Yeah. It'd be great. I, w- I would love you for it. I mean, I would too, but I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, w- I would love you for it too. Yeah. It'd be, it would be awesome. So we do, uh, we do have the patron program and speaking of the patron program, and I, I love that I didn't even talk to you about this yet. Okay. Um, so maybe I'll have to cut this out, but we're doing a live episode. You and me are doing a live episode here Dude. in September. All right. Uh, kind of just like a, a normal low expectations, current events, whatever we want to talk about, but we're going to do it live. What I want to do is I want to do it on a Sunday. Ooh, don't threaten me with a good time. Okay. Sundays are pretty tough though, but we can, we can probably work it out. Well, we'll, talk, we'll talk it out. All right. We'll talk it out. It's the, the reason I want to do it on a Sunday because a lot of times I do it during the week and I have some people on the West Coast that are oh. usually unable to join in because when we do it, it's dinner time dude west coast people yeah dude that's exciting yeah uh do they hate you or no it's 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 family yeah. family so they you uh-huh. know but they're big fans of the show yeah, that's fine i love them and they've never been able to get in on a live show maybe because they don't want to i don't know but <laughs> it's, it's possibly they don't want to but 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 yeah so so here's the deal as a patron all patrons can listen to live episodes. If you're a top tier patron, if you give $10 more a month, you can listen live. You can engage live. You can call in. You can, uh, you know, uh, there's a little chat function. You can engage live with the episode. So the live episodes are a lot of fun because uh, my top tier patrons can actually engage with us. So I was like, well, maybe we should move it to a Sunday and see if that would get a little more engagement, not during the week. Right. Not, not, you know, so trying to put kids to bed or whatever. So we'll talk, yeah. we'll talk, we'll, okay. we'll talk offline and see if we can get it, get it squared away. Let's try to schedule it better than we did this trying to get together. Well, here. I wanted to ask you, do you know what day it is? I, I don't know. <laughs> so Middle don't. of the week, maybe I'm working night. So I'm a little bit jacked up and well, like, obviously, and here's the thing before you say anything, this is how we're going to handle this. Okay. We had problems setting this up. You. You're going to sit there and you're going to tell your truth. And then I'm going to tell the truth about what happened. Go ahead, Gary. How does that work? It's just your truth. Yeah. Whatever comes out of your mouth right now is your truth so here's about what, what happened. Here's what happened. We, didn't, we did not communicate well. We're kind of like a married couple at the, during, in this situation. You, I, you texted and you said, do these, do these dates work? And you gave me two dates. And I said, one date. I'm supposed to testify in court. So let's do it this date at this time. And you said, great, let's do it. So we put it on the calendar. That date comes. Uh, I don't really remember this. This thing's so stupid. <laughs> this like, classic example even... of someone who is not telling you the truth. Oh, I don't remember. I'm going to give you like some very specific details. And then at the point where it all goes off the rails, I don't remember. So here's what happened. So this is what happened. I was, I was oh. walking down the street. I was minding my own business. And um, 
you know, this happened, this happened, this happened. And then the point where the actual homicide happened, I have a lobotomy and I can't think of anything. So here's what happened. So I'll tell you what happened. I'm not like, I just think it's boring. Like nobody cares about this. This is hilarious, actually. It's not funny at all. So I, I'm supposed to testify. The testifying like stops. It's like, it's not going to happen. Like defense attorneys do all their little magic to make it, to get it pushed back farther, whatever. It's, it's stupid. So I, I call Anthony. And I say, hey, Anthony, buddy, my trial thing got continued. I'm not going to be needed. So do you want to do this at one o'clock? And he's like, he sounds tired. Like in reality, you sounded tired because it was decent. It was like pretty early in the morning. Like mid-morning. Yeah. I-, I call and I say, and he sounds a little bit rattled, but I'm talking to him on the phone, which is how normal people talk, but obviously not anymore. Now everybody texts. So... I say, hey, can we do this at one o'clock? And you're like, yeah, man, we can make that work. We'll do it at one o'clock. I say, okay. So we hang up the phone. I leave at like seven minutes before one. And I say, hey, headed your way. And I text him, which is what I normally do. You text back with a big giant question mark. And I go, it was a normal size question mark. But I go, what, what do you mean? Like question mark. So I call him and I say, hey, what, what, is, what is the thing about the question mark? Like I'm headed your way. And you go, I'm out running errands. Like, what, what are you talking about? And I go, we just had this conversation this morning that I'm coming at one because my <laughs> thing got canceled. So let's do it now instead of tomorrow. And it was like this big thing. I said, don't worry about it. I'm heading home. I'll call you later because I was like irritated. And I hung up the phone and I get home and I, then I call you and you're mowing the yard. You don't answer your phone, but I'm not going to leave a message because I don't want like, uh, I'm not going to leave a message. Then you call me back and you say, dude, I thought you were meaning tomorrow at one. And I go, why would I say tomorrow at one? We were already scheduled for the morning tomorrow. So it was, it was just real confusing, but whatever. We got it. We're getting it done. This is okay. so boring, dude. Dude, no, this is what, this is what happened. You call, so we set on a specific date and time to record. Yeah. Okay. Then you call me and said, hey, court got all jacked up. Um, can we do it at 1 p.m.? You didn't say 1 p.m. today. You I thought just said, I did. You said 1 p.m. So I assumed you meant 1 p.m. on the date we had set. That's a key word there. Everybody heard it, assuming. Uh, Yeah, because you weren't clear. But why not be? I should bring your wife in on this and ask her how well you communicate because it was terrible communication on your part. I was assuming that you meant the same date. But why would you assume that? Why not just say, hey, do you mean today at one? Because you didn't say today. You just said, hey, court court got all messed up. Can uh, we record at 1 p.m.? instead you i think say, i said today well if you said today i didn't hear you yeah and which is possible because you were distracted you were tired or whatever it was yeah whatever was happening in your life at that moment but well, either way then, we commu- we didn't communicate well we didn't the the funniest thing about this story to me is when we had that conversation because at the time when you called i sent you the question mark you called me i was mowing the yard i answer the phone and and you're like i'm coming over to record i said what are you talking about and you, you are so annoyed. Oh, I was you're, like, you're like, you're killing me, Weaver. And I said, you're killing me. I, you know, so we had this little back and forth. And then you go, I'm going to go home and then I'm going to call you. Like you were so rattled. <laughs> you couldn't even keep talking to me on the phone while you were driving. You had, you had to decompress, drive home. And literally two minutes later, you called me. Right. And I just said answer- to myself, why couldn't we just have this conversation right then and so there? So I don't want to be a distracted driver. Like, I don't want to drive when I'm stressed or angry or like p- 
perturbed. Is that the word? Perturbed. I, I just think it's hilarious how how upset you got. Super with boring, me. dude. But you got to cut this out. No, I don't have to cut anything out. Well, I know that you are the boss, so <laughs> we're sinking into the sludge of satisfactory here. Come on. Yeah, we're we're not satisfactory yet. So so, anyways, going back, we you know we are going to get into current events on this episode. We we are going to get into current. Ooh, events. Rashad Brooks. Well, we can talk. We can talk. We, is that the uh, the Atlanta officers? We talked about that uh, episode like months ago. We talked about this um, where the uh, he, he grabs the taser from yeah. the from the office from the yeah. two officers, and then he actually sh- like points the taser at the officer. I think he actually shoots at the officer with yeah. the taser. Mm-hmm. They wind up shooting him. Um, I think the locals wanted to charge him. The local DA wants. To tra- he still is upset about it. He's real. He's real angry. Okay. And uh, they brought in a special prosecutor. They looked at everything and they are not bringing charges against yeah. these two officers, which I and think is a win for the police. It is, but it was over two years ago. These yeah. cops. They're still on administrative leave because they don't know what to do with them. Probably they probably. Well, they're done. They're, yeah, they're their careers are done the probably. Street, yeah. um, which, which is the sad, the sad thing about it. But yeah, for two years, these cops have charges hanging over their heads. Yeah. Wondering what's going to happen with it. Wait, did they, did they initially charge them or they. I don't think they didn't, so. and it, you're right. I I misspoke there. They didn't charge them, but they had this hanging, this investigation for hanging over two their years? heads for over two years. I think it was over yeah. two years. So literally, um, they're collecting a paycheck, doing zero things, or yeah, doing because, like dumb projects or whatever they're right. doing for the police department. But yeah, um, but the the stress of that is intense. You have a better memory than me. I didn't remember that we had talked about that case. We did, or you did. Somebody. Okay. Did. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, and that from, video is good. Like that's a good video to watch because. It shows like different levels of force. Like if people are into this stuff, I, I'm not, but like I live in that world. So, but like it shows the different levels of force and why that would be need, why deadly force was needed in that situation. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and the big argument is, is it? That's like the big argument in, within culture. Is deadly force needed in that situation is kind of where like culture has gone. It always has been and it has been since uh, whatever. What's the case law? Um, Graham versus Connor. Graham versus Connor. Yeah. It's been like that since, but like that might be changing yeah. in culture. Well, I like how you I like how you worded that because it isn't a big discussion within law enforcement. Within law enforcement, like you should. You, you saw you, you have the, to use deadly force. You saw that video and a police officer worth their weight would say absolutely deadly force was justified you have to. in that incident based on the stop, the level of resistance, um the fact that a taser can incapacitate you right. for for at at the very least five seconds if if you just depress the trigger if, but if you hold that trigger down it can be for as long as you want it to be and the way that that dude like manipulated the taser it mm-hmm. looked like he knew something about it or was w- would be able to figure it out very quickly because they're not i think that's not a compli- good point they're not complicated right they're not they're not very complicated tools but like thankfully right they shouldn't be complicated uh, but he, he looked like he was able to figure it out. So this is a guy who's DUI, right? He's, right. he's a guy who's public drunk, but he's still able to figure it out because it's a good tool. Like right. a taser is a good tool. Yeah. And he, was, he looked like he, I mean, he pointed well, he turned, like all of the stuff he did was pretty good. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't he also engage in assaulting one of the officers? Oh, yeah, didn't yeah. he punch? Absolutely. Punch one of the officers yeah. too? It was like, a straight up fight right when they were cuffing him, which is the touch yeah. point. Yep, that's the spot. Uh, yeah, he starts assaulting them. Yeah. So, uh, and from the very beginning, we, we said on, on this podcast that it was a, a justified uh, shooting. I'm sure and we did. And two, we, were, we were nervous about how it was going to turn out. We were like, oh yeah. man, this is, we'll see how it turns out. But yeah, 
Um, and two years later, they're finally deciding not to charge. Which, which is the good Which is a good, right decision. I, my, my problem with it is how long it took. Right. Why would it take two years? I mean, if, if this happened between two parties that, and the police weren't one of them, it wouldn't have taken them two years to decide. It would go to court. What they're going to charge. Yeah, I don't mind the time so much because it's different than two citizens engaged in this type of behavior. I don't think it should take this long. I'm just saying, like, I'm glad that they took the time to look at it because they could have easily just charged them, let a jury decide. And I don't think that's right because police officers are protected as they should be. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what the local guy is. I forget. Is he a DA? He's probably a district attorney right. for, like, Atlanta. I, I and he's you. saying... This should have just gone to court. Let a jury decide. That's not the. That shouldn't, in my opinion, that right. shouldn't be the case. Absolutely, because this is whether or not this is a lawful use of force. This is in their course of their duties Correct. as police officers. So it's different it's, than you and me fighting it out on the street, and you point a taser at me, I shoot you with a gun. You got to remember they're police officers. So, and his thing was that this local DA was charge them, let a jury look at it, and decide. That's not like that shouldn't ever like that would be crazy. That means every stop, every officer would be charged immediately and yeah. right, let a jury decide. Yeah. But you wouldn't even do like the, the funny thing is you wouldn't even do that if it was me versus you like citizen to citizen. That's what I'm saying. A DA would look at it and say whether or not charges should be brought. And, it, and that decision would be made way quicker than Correct. two years. It would be. Yes. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I totally agree with yeah. what you're saying. But the fact that police were involved. Why did it take two years to make that decision of whether or not charges should be brought? Right. If it was just two citizens and the same thing happened, uh, you're right. Police would investigate and DA would make decision on whether or not charges should be brought. But that decision would just be made a lot faster. Right. Um, and maybe they didn't because 2020, 2021 were crazy years with lots of riots and all kinds of stuff. So maybe they but were- But that's wrong. I, no, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just saying like, yeah, maybe that's why. Because of optics and pressure, yeah, just kind of, you pressure. know, what I was talking about in, in my last episode with Dude, John Mattingly. That was a phenomenal episode. You listened to it? Yes, I did. Uh, Very uh, good. Great. So what did, you th- what did you think? I mean, how, how much did you know going into that episode about the Breonna Taylor case, that raid? I didn't know a lot. Yeah. I didn't know a lot about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know a lot about it. I think the threats is the saddest part of that whole thing. Like, the, yeah, like but- currently. They won't like they're do doing anything zero about it. things about it. And like, shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. If you're, hopefully you're listening and, and that someone has listened to this and like, shame on you. Yeah. You haven't done anything like they're, you're a terrible person. Yeah. But I, I think that that was a thing that bothers me the most about it. I mean, you're just letting this guy out there in the wind. Yep. Doing nothing to protect him. And since he, his name is Mattingly and is involved in the case. Uh, we're not going to do anything about it. It's absolutely terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's deplorable. Deplorable. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you have like the top leadership of some government agencies saying like, we'll always protect, you know, our government function and our like, you know, we'll, we'll always protect the, the law enforcement people. And then this happens. And just because he was involved in this thing yeah. that went sideways and um, based on criminals acti- criminals behavior not the police right a criminal's behavior caused this to happen and unfortunately really terrible things happened that Brianna got got shot and killed it's terrible right. uh, but it was 
the actions of a criminal, mm-hmm. which caused it, and now we're gonna we're gonna hang out Sergeant Mattingly out to dry, and his not no, not only him, his family, like and, him, you can hang him out to dry. He could probably protect himself, but now right. he's got to think about everybody else. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing to me, and and now with the the new federal charges that were dropped, it brings like a new facet to it. Um, I think people there's two parts of it so you you have these officers who appear to have lied on the search warrant again if if that if a jury finds that they did hold them accountable you know should not be done i have no time for that but that doesn't the crazy thing is they they probably had enough for a warrant for the residents without with with without you know lying about anything but regardless, in the moment when it happened, you know, they were acting in good faith. They, though, though, John Manningly and the guys with him in that stack were doing their job. They, they were not engaged in anything criminal. They, they believed they were there legally. A judge had signed the warrant, so on and so forth. So you kind of have to separate the two. Agreed. And, and say, hey, Brianna was engaged with people who were involved in criminal activity it appears that she was somehow involved as well uh in regards to money and you know whatever um so they were there legally and the criminal a criminal in that house kenneth walker made decisions that caused this to happen you 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 can't say oh well the they should have never had the warrant they should have never been there we don't we don't know if that's the case correct we don't know if that's the case right. and regardless even if that was the case in that moment they those officers sergeant manley and the officers with him were doing nothing wrong they were just doing their job right a job that you and i have both done we we've both been on warrants that other people obtained search warrants that other people obtained and you have no reason to believe that there's anything wrong with those warrants Correct. and you're just doing your job. And so you hit the door and all of a sudden you take fire. You, you are going to do your job. Yeah. And, and it had tragic results. And um, I think it is super sad that the feds are charging the officer that was already charged at state level, was found not guilty. And now the feds are, are charging him. Right. Why? What's the point? I mean, are they charging him because, yeah, I don't know. Because the, like, is it is a civil rights are, thing or what? Yeah, well, they're dropping a civil rights thing on it. I mean, <laughs> so, he faces so they life also in prison. shot him because he's a because he's yeah. black or whatever he is. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's I terrible, man. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, um, Hankinson is his name, Officer Hankinson. Hankinson. Hopefully, he beats those charges because he he's the one that was charged. That you know why? There's there's no reason he already went before a jury. Yeah, the jury, jury found, found him, him not guilty. But now you're going to charge him on a federal now level. Now you're going to charge him with the same crime federally and dump the civil rights thing on there so he can face life in prison right. for what? Right. Optics. It, yeah. And it's probably to get him to plead something because it's scary to go to life in jail. I don't know. It's like if, a if I was him, twist I, your arm. Yeah. Hopefully he fights it. Yeah. Hopefully I, he gets some support too. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible, so, man. But yeah, I loved how uh, Sergeant Mattingly said, when you don't do things how you, sh- how you normally do, and how you should, like stuff goes often goes sideways. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I lo- like I thought that that really rung true to me. Yeah, I think that's true in life, man. Like, right. not only in the police world, but just life in general. Like, what? Like, don't. I don't know how to say it. Like, you know the right thing to do. Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if it's don't do it differently because 
for whatever re- whatever reason, don't do it differently just because you want to or because someone told you to like do the right thing that has been tried and true like do it right you know what i mean like because they hit the door and they just stood there and like waited and waited too long and like i i like i i know that they had that fuzzy feeling like this is not good like why are we doing this Right. They just didn't listen to it for whatever reason. They didn't listen to it or someone told them not to or whatever, well, whatever it is. I mean, it got changed at the briefing. It was going to be a no knock. Yeah. Um, and it got changed at the briefing to a knock and give. But, and, and But a, it was a knock and give. And give extra time. Yeah. And, you know, you give extra time and that's extra time for people to think, to develop a plan. Right. right. Um, and I, that's what he was getting to, you know. And we've talked about this before. This, the silence is not good. Like the pause is never good in an interview. Like if you're talking to somebody or if you're like in the police world, if you're talking to somebody on the street about an interaction that that might lead to an arrest, it's like an investigative detention, whatever it is, or like an actual interview. um, Sometimes that silence is bad because they can think about lots of different things. Right. Not in an interview, in a, in a stop where, where potentially you can arrest somebody where they're not, it's not a safe place. Lots of bad things can happen. The silence is not good. Right. Um, and so the, the knock and silence is never good. Right. It's never good. You mean from the inside? From the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, yeah. Just a really interesting case. I think his background's important, <laughs> where he came from, who he is. Yeah, they labeled this um, guy a, a racist from the get-go. Literally it's know terrible, nothing about him. Don't terrible. know anything about yeah. him. And that's what we do, right? Yep. Not we, but yeah. what the media the, does. or The media and culture and... And uh, I mean, that's one thing I just really try to get across on some of these episodes. You know, when you see these incidents, literally, especially believers, especially people who claim to be followers of Christ, assigning heart motives to people, it is. Where in reality, if they, if I bet most people who think Sergeant Mattingly's racist, if they hung out with him at a backyard barbecue, they would probably love the guy. Yeah. He's probably a super fun guy. Right. He seems fun. Yeah. And like, they'd probably like him. So like, that's what always like bothers me. Like I've, I've said that to people on the street, be like, Hey, you're real mad at me. Like right now, like you're yelling and screaming at me. But if we probably hung out, like you, you probably like me and I'd right. probably like you. Like, let's just chill out for a second. Right. You know, let's take a deep breath. You know, whatever happened, happened. Like, let's just, let's just chill for a second. Take a yeah. breath. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and the thing about it, a lot of times, it's based purely on skin color. It, there, right. there, no, nothing so else sad, is brought yeah. into it. Like content of character issues, uh, you know, literally no information, just which I think is more racist than anything. Just looking at yeah. two parties that are two different skin colors and be like, oh, it's racist. He's a racist. Well, bro. And when are we going to learn to stop trusting the media? I don't know. Like, I don't understand why we are still both sides, whatever side you're on, the, right. the side that always agrees with the police, which we shouldn't. Correct. We shouldn't agree with that. And we're going to talk about one incident that looks absolutely insane, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then the other, like the other side, like, why are we going to, why are we believing them? Like, they obviously have, have shown themselves to be untrustworthy. All they want is clicks. All they want you is, is your eyes on them. And listening to what they have to say or reading what they have to say. That's all they want. Right. Like step back from that and realize they're pushing an agenda, number one, or they're just trying to make money, number two, or 
uh, they have like some ulterior motive. They're they're not our friends. The media is not your friend. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's just crazy. Like, stop listening to the media. Me too. Like everybody. Like, yeah. Take a step back, and all of this stuff is being funneled in our brains. Like it's rapid fire. All of this stuff, and I'm guilty of it. Like I I come up to an opinion based on you know who wrote the article or what what um what agency not an agency what business or what yeah what whatever what what, what newspaper wrote it yeah and yeah. We, we assign like truth to it just take a step back man like let's i don't know yeah man. just take I, a break it's crazy take a breath let take it, a breath let it, let it breathe a little yeah, bit man give it some time right you know right what do we call it a cleansing breath that's not it's a tactical breath tactical or a cleansing breath if you're like yeah. a social yeah. uh i don't know someone who like a counselor they would tell you to take a cleansing breath where a like police officer breath. would be like take a tactical breath get ready to go in the door you know i get all crazy <laughs> uh yeah which i before we got online here i was talking to you about that active shooter training oh, i was yeah. at i was good yeah. It was really good, um, especially in light of, you know, our conversation about Uvalde yeah. and, and some of the confusion there with what the police should and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just interesting, you know, the mindset that's needed in a setting like Has that. your view changed at all about Uvalde since w- with that training? I mean, you, no. you, you know what, how to deal with an active shooter, but like the training always brings it like forefront no. again. Right. I think, I think the, the point of biggest confusion for officers in Uvalde is what happens if I go in to a to a um, active shooter situation? It's called in as an active shooter, and then once I get in there, uh, maybe I hear shooting and then it stops, or I get in there, it's completely silent, and I I don't know where the active shooter is. I think there's confusion. Then, well, is that like a barricaded? Then do I wait for some other people? Like, how do you handle that? So, for me, this training was helpful in clarifying that a little bit for me because i had i had my general idea of if it's called an as active shooter like you're in you're in search mode trying to locate regardless of find the shooter find the shooter uh regardless of stimulus that you have going on do you hear shots do you hear people screaming or it's just completely silent like what is your role you know what is the standard now what's the national standard the um search contact destroy so if it's if a shooting happens in a school so if you get a call for an active shooting yep. at a school place of employment business, whatever yeah. wherever you go you go in you you search to to find to contact or to contact find. that bad guy or bad guys and you eliminate the threat okay so um, that's the standard or stop the threat yeah so that's the standard now the way you go about it is different so if if let's say i have an active shooter at a school and I go in and I have no st- stimulus, no like shots being fired, no one screaming. You're not running through the school. At that I'm point. not, I'm, yeah. I'm doing like a, a search, a room by room search, trying to locate right. that. If I go in and you have stimulus, shots being fired, people screaming, you go directly to that threat. To that you, threat, yeah. Because you're like, well, that is where. That's where stuff's happening. Stuff is happening. I don't happening. have to worry about this bathroom because it's right. quiet here. Right, I mean, you, you may be like quick, quick. Sure clear it as you're going past the door, but you're not going into that and clearing that room. You're going directly to the threat yeah. um, to, to stop that threat. So that, that's, the, that's the standard. Right. Um, right. So it was helpful having some of that clarified in, in, in my head. Uh, I was generally there. Right. Uh, but, but just, just to hear those, it or to be confirmed that yep, this is this the standard. This is the training. This is the standard. The national standards yeah. are 
go find the go find the bad guy. Yeah, and and stop the threat. Yeah, yeah. However, however that happens. Right, right. Yeah, that's which, cool. Which and and at that point, you you know you you have that basically hunter mindset. Like I'm going to go and and stop this person from doing what they're doing. Um, and it's it's you know it's an intense mindset. And we were talking about you know you you're going to have officers that won't have that mindset or think they have that mindset and in the moment will realize they they need to step it up. Yeah. Um I'd be interested what the I guess what the ratio would be. Like is it 1 to 5 officers? Is it 1 to 7? Because off, like generally police officers have like that drive to begin with. Generally, that's not always the case. But I wonder I always wonder what that is. Like you never I think you never know until it actually happens, but training prepares you for it. And I think in training, you, you, would, you would even see like people, officers backing off, like not, like, like pausing when they yes. shouldn't pause. And, uh, and I, like in reality, that's okay because this is a, like a one, in a one in a lifetime type of scenario. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying like that guy's not a terrible person because he doesn't, because he pauses going in the door. I'm not saying he's a terrible person, but I'm saying, I, I think like, Police officers, if you're listening, like you got to check yourself. Like you got to run that scenario. Can I actually do that? Would I do it? And if I won't do it, make sure you like if that happens, you tell somebody, "Hey, I'm probably going to pause. I, I don't know that I have the courage to do this because somebody else will step in." I think this. I think the ratio of of officers is is pretty high. I bet it's probably one to three, one to four. I would hope that would that, step that, in. That would saying. step in. Yeah. And like I think if you're honest with your partner, like that's like you're not a terrible person because this is like the. This is like the pinnacle of, I, mean, I don't want to say bravery, but like, like idiot, idiot, like well, you're being, you're putting yourself out there. You're, yeah. you're going to take a bullet. You're, you're, you're probably going to take a bullet or two or three or four. You might die. You right. might die. So like. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it is, I think it is the pinnacle of, of bravery because in that setting, you're literally saying, I will sacrifice myself to. Yeah. Um, stop someone from shooting innocent people and so you you are literally you do have to understand that you are not going to leave that building unscathed right you know it doesn't mean that you are just you know Giving i'm gonna, die, I'm gonna here. die here no yeah. no it means that hey i'm gonna eat some bullets here i'm going to make it through and I'm going to eliminate yeah. the threat. Yeah, and if I don't, the guy behind me, I just cleared a way for to get to end this. Right, like that's the mindset. But like then that. the guy behind you has to have the mindset. Correct. Like if you go, because I had, like an, I got to keep going. I had a conversation with one of the officers in the training. You know, if if you go down, what do I do? You step over me, and you take you you take on the threat. Right, like that is your job. Your job is not to worry about me to me. safety. Yeah. You know, your job is to step over me and continue to engage and take a level of violence. Because a lot of these guys are cowards because they're in the a shooters, building. The, the shooters, shooters. Yep. Yeah, the shooters. The bad guys. The, the bad guys. guys. They're in a building that's a soft target with easy targets because they, they don't have the kahunas to deal with someone. <laughs> Can I say that? I guess. Oh, yeah. You just to, did. To, uh, to, uh, to deal with someone who has a, who's capable of a level of violence that is even greater than their level of violence. Right. They, cowards. They, they're cowards. Yeah. And so if you start pushing that action, they, they, they're going to shoot back at you or, or they're going to off themselves. Right. Um, you know, it, one, one of two things is going to happen there, but they're going to be, it's a, it's a shock and all thing. 
Right. You literally want to completely annihilate the threat. And when I say annihilate, you're, you're stopping the threat. You're That's what it, you yeah. want. You're ending it. If, if that means the, the suspect dies, so, so too bad, so sad. You know, you made your decision to go into this place of employment or a school and shoot innocent people. If you die, if I, if I cause your death because of decisions you made, hey, I, I'm going to go home and sleep fine that right. night. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it's just a different mindset. I think it was good for me to be at the, at the training too, because doing the job now for 20, what am I, 21 years now, I'm in, um, there's been times where I'm like, do I still really have passion for this job? Do I, do I still have like this, this like drive in me to, to, to do this? Or am I doing it because it's, it's just what I know. It provides it's a good easy. living for my I, family. Yeah. Um, not easy. I don't. I don't think law enforcement's easy. Just, but you I mean, mean easy because you familiar. know it. It's familiar. Yeah. It's right. not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so I know it. Yeah. Right. So there's been times where I've asked myself, you know, do do I still do I still have the passion for the job, you right. know, or or am I just doing Policing's it for these other reasons? <laughs> like, do you remember that? Did you ever see that commercial where like that no. chick's riding the bike and she's like. Uh, like biking's my passion, or so it's it's so stupid. I don't know what commercial it is, but she's like, whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, it was good for me because in in the training, it was super intense. I was super intense. I I loved it. I yeah. thought it was great training, and <laughs> I I wanted to be in 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 this in the action. Do you want to go I, in the room? I wanted to be in the room. Yeah. Good. I wanted to, when when I was. In I have no doubt that that's three four man teams. Like I wanted to be. Yeah, uh, the the guy in the room. So that was good for me. I was like, okay, I still have a desire to get after it when I need to get after it. Nice, you know. So it, it was it was good for me. I loved the training. That was three days. It was, great. it was three days. It was awesome. Wow, it was it's a lot of time, it, yeah. which is good. Yeah, it, and it could have been longer. It could have been a, a lot longer, but um, gotta go back to work. Yeah. So I mean, I, hopefully, I can bring that level of intensity to my tennis game and destroy Bro. Lauren. So listen, we got to talk I don't think about you this. guys should play tennis because Lauren, like, because you're too intense. Like, she just wants to, like, hang out with her husband and, yeah. like, hit the ball around. Yeah. Like, it's super fun. She got a cute everybody, tennis skirt. Everybody's, I don't know if I should put that on. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's smiling, having a good time. And then yeah. you're just going to be, like, raging. And she's like, this is not fun. Yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll see. But here's, here's the thing. I think you have to take it. And just have fun. I'm going to have fun. You're not. You're the most intense person I've ever met in my life. That's absolutely not true. You're super like. That's not true. But. When, when you play chess with your son, you go gonzo. I didn't. When did I play chess with my son that you saw me play chess with my son? That's the thing we did. Oh, when we were on vacation. When we were on vacation. Hey, ago. what did you learn about me on vacation? We, we spent a couple of days on vacation together. Our families. What did I learn about you? Yeah, you had to learn something. Well, you're scared of water. I'm not Which I kind of knew, but like, dude, I was in the water the whole time. Oh, you were real offended that I had chest hair because we went to like, <laughs> you were real offended about that. You're like, you got to shave your chest. I'm like, I'm a man. I'm not shaving my chest, dude. I don't think That's I like, said shave. I said trim. You got to trim You said trim your chesties. Yeah. And I literally was in, like, I wanted to lose my mind, but I was like, I'm just going to keep it together. It's no big deal. He can have his opinion. But dude, like, there's nothing wrong with chest hair. A man having chest hair is not a big deal. I have chest hair. You but don't, I trim it. Yeah, I trim it. It looks ridiculous. No, it doesn't. It looks it looks nice. It looks it refined. It doesn't. Like if I would hug you bare chested, like it feels all weird because it's like pokey. 
The fact that you're hugging me bare chested is weird. Like, I don't even want to talk about that. We can hug, man. It's all right. (laughs) Yeah, but hopefully with our shirts on. I think once you start removing shirts and then I, you want to it hug me, it's weird. weird. Yeah, yeah, it does probably become weird. But yeah, like if we're playing volleyball together, like in like Top Gun, you know, they're playing volleyball. They do the big bro hug because we just yeah. like spike well, the ball different. on Maverick's yeah. face or whatever. <laughs> Did you see the new Top Gun? No. All right. I'm not going to the movie theater. Can you get it from Amazon Prime? I think Prime? you can order it on Amazon Prime. Dude, I might not, do it for like I'm not five sure. bucks. I'm not sure. But all that to say. So tennis. Tennis. I, I want to talk about tennis. You... This is going to be can, the longest listen, podcast can I, ever. <laughs> we haven't even talked about anything. I, we have talked about a couple of things. Listen, first of all, when did you start playing tennis? I don't know. When I was a, like how when old? I was a child. I don't know, like probably 10 or Middle school? So like yeah, middle school. Middle school. Okay. How did, I mean, you, how did you arrive at the decision to play tennis? So a lot of things happened. Our baseball, like school baseball program was terrible. Okay. Absolutely terrible. So tennis and baseball run in the same time. So I was like, well, I'm not going to play baseball for the school because it's absolutely terrible. The whole team was terrible. Even though like there might be some good players, the team was terrible. So tennis, I was like, that's kind of individual. Okay. Like I could probably play that. Or you're playing doubles so you can kind of pick your partner. Okay. So I picked up tennis as like a high schooler. So I played like for fun with, with my mom or whatever. And okay. Like we whatever and then when high school came around school baseball i didn't play i played like summer leagues okay in baseball so i played tennis and it was it i was pretty good at it and like it was how good satis- were you like i went to counties like county yeah like i was good enough to go to the county tournament did not you, to win the county tournament but like okay to play in it did you grunt when you hit the ball no i'm not okay. a grunter okay i bet you're a grunter I probably will be. I don't know. I'm going to laugh at you if you're grunting. Listen. I'm going to run you around the court like a rag doll, man. It's going to be hilarious. I'm going to have you so tired. You're going to be falling. Do you still play? I haven't played for a long time, but I can still whoop on you, I'm sure. So I just think it's so interesting because I was thinking about this today. If you came to me and said, hey, what sport do you want to play? I think tennis would probably be at the bottom of my list, like competitively. Why? I just... I just think it's odd. There's not many dudes that are like, I want to play tennis. Tennis is my sport. Right. I want to play. It is, I just yeah. think it's weird. Yeah. Most guys are football, but then they play football and they can't do anything. Like or they can't baseball catch a ball. or soccer. You explain why you weren't playing baseball, but soccer, uh, wrestling. Right. I, I feel like tennis would be at the CrossFit. very bottom of my. I want to be a CrossFit competitor. No, just because they call themselves athletes, they're not actually in an athletic sport. You know? Well, they're competitions, CrossFit I competitions. I guess they do competitions. Great. Now I'm going to start getting more emails and text messages about this crazy CrossFit people with giant or really tiny egos that can't handle me making fun of CrossFit. Um, anyways, so. But you're making fun of tennis. So well, like, so it's kind of like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. but nobody gets mad at so that. So tennis and CrossFit are on the same level playing field. terrible. <laughs> Do you so, think who would win, a CrossFit guy or a tennis player? Uh, like if you're playing tennis. Or which one's hard? I, maybe this. Oh, this is a good question. Maybe it's a good question. Who's like, who would be, have an easier time playing their sport? A tennis player doing CrossFit or CrossFit playing tennis? Oh. Who would? Tennis playing, doing CrossFit. I agree with you 100% because they're in, they're, they're in they're shape. They're in shape. Yeah. Like they might not have the complete stamina of a crossfit athlete but a crossfit athlete playing tennis 
won't have the skills. Would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Because some of them guys are like all jacked. Right. And they can well, like run around the court It would like be crazy. a problem too because there wouldn't be mirrors around where they could flex in. So. Look at themselves. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be trouble. They, you know, they, or whatever. someone telling them what to do, right? Because right. someone That's has to thing. tell them what to yeah. do. That, you know, during the whole, doing their whole quote unquote athletic competition, someone is telling them what to do. Yeah, do this, lift this as many times as you can in two minutes. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Well, I tennis, don't you have to figure it out. You have to figure it out. You you have to obtain skills, learn skills, practice skills. Um, I don't know. So, so anyway, yeah. so you're gonna learn tennis. So, anyways, we want to play tennis. So, so if gonna... you could give me one tip, just give me one tip to destroy Lauren on the tennis court. Court, right? Is that right? Tennis court. It's yeah. called a court. Yeah. Okay. One, one tip. tip. So you, I think, at first you want to hit it to her backhand. Okay. Hit it to her backhand. Perfect. She might not be what's able a to. Back, what's her backhand? So like your forehand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you have to like yeah, turn, turn to, your hand backwards and like right. bring it across the other so way. So basically, so where you, the, the top of your hand is showing is toward the ball. She has no idea what's coming. Dude, are you going to destroy her? <laughs> no. I, 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 Do you think I it's going to be fun or you guys think you're going to be super frustrated at first? No, it's going to be fun. I, I told her. It's not the easiest game to play. Like, it's going to take you guys a while to yeah. actually be able to play a game. Like, she, it's going to be said a little she, bit silly. Right. She said she wants to, you know, just learn to be able to volley back and forth. And then we can, you know, make, maybe make it a little more competitive. But see, she's not nearly as competitive. I think as we me. should record me like... Talking to both of you while you're playing tennis, trying to like fix right. the things fix the you're problems. doing wrong. Fix the problem. That'd be super fun. Um, but yeah. So no. are we going to play before you play her? Like, do you want to like, do you want to sneak out and like, I'll teach you some things so that way you can destroy her? Maybe you could be our tennis coach. coach. Is, that, is that what they're called? Coaches? Yeah. You could just give us pointers. Um, I don't know. I try to get my wife on the court, but eh. No, won't do it. She might. Okay. We could play doubles. Dude, oh, how man. old are we? Well, I thought you, when you said you were going to play tennis, I was like, well, why not pickleball? That's what I wanted to say. See, that's huge right now. It's huge. And I don't know anything about pickleball. Is, it, is that easier? I don't know that it's easier, but it's, it's glorified tennis. It's a smaller court. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we'll graduate from tennis to pickleball. Uh, it sounds like that's the direction you want to go in with your career. In tennis. So. I haven't played tennis in years or okay. pickleball. I have zero desire. Okay. All right. At, for this episode, I, I have an old picture of you from your high school. Um... Tennis career. Yes. Dude. Are you going to post it? I think I'm going to post it. Do it, man. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Do I, have, I just think it's. I, do I have glasses I, on? I don't know. I just think it's amusing to me that you played tennis. I don't know. That why you, you arrived. That's the sport you wanted to play. If, if I could pick any sport to excel in, I'm going to pick tennis. So you have to qualify that, though. It's during the baseball season. I wanted to do something okay. and destroy people. So like that's what I did. I played I feel I played like tennis. tennis and destroying people, it doesn't even go hand in hand. Dude, when we go to the tennis court, I'm going to hit balls at you so hard right in your <laughs> chest. And you're going to be like, I don't even know what just happened. Hey, did you ever record how fast your, your serves were or anything? Did you ever do that? I don't remember. I probably did at some point. I mean, I, okay. You were pretty good. I, you're, I'm going to hit really, you with really, the ball and you're going to cry and I'm going to laugh at you. Or you're going to be like, oh, Gary, no, you, you know so what? I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go into that tennis match. I'm going to be like, in this tennis match, I'm going to eat some tennis balls, but I'm going to survive and I'm going to destroy him. 
it's not good. All right, we're playing tennis, dude. But tennis. yeah, so um, all right, let's get. Come on, we're getting off track here. So we need to talk some current events here. Now that we're well, we talked know, one. Well, we did. We did talk one. We talked some personal current events. You with uh, active shooter training. We talked yeah. about the officers that uh, aren't going to be charged for Rashad. What's his name? Rashad Brooks. Rashad Brooks or Rashad Brooks? I don't know. Can't remember his name. So, so one video that's coming out is these Arkansas cops. Yeah. Punching this suspect. Video just came out. It's not really going viral because all parties involved are white. I'll just uh, I'll just say it. The suspect is white. And so it hasn't hit like it like hasn't gone like media. viral. I mean, it's hit mainstream media, but it's not getting the level of just outrage, apoplectic outrage. I used that word. Wait someone, a someone heard an episode where I used the word apoplectic, and they they said they had to look it up. I don't know what it means. Apoplectic, losing your mind. Okay. Completely, just beside yourself with anger. Okay. I so like yeah, it. the suspect in this case was was white. So okay, and all I th- yeah, all the officers were white as well. So I don't think it it hasn't gone as viral as it would have been if the if the suspect was black. Um, but it is out there. It's been like I've seen it several times on several different news agencies and and things. Uh, yeah, you saw the video, right? Thoughts? I, it, have you seen any other context with it? So like the only, seen videos? No. Okay. I have not seen. It's I've a heard th- like he assaulted, like he made threats in a store and then assaulted an officer in the store. So it's a 34 second video of them allegedly trying to take him into custody and arrest him. I like Before, how you said allegedly trying to take him into custody. Yeah. So, so the, well, not allegedly, they were, they were trying to arrest him. Uh, the, the situation is, were they using excessive force to do it? So beforehand, yes, he had assaulted a store employee somewhere. He had spit on a store employee. My understanding is that when the police got there, it started out calm. And then uh, for some reason, this suspect attacked and assaulted one of the officers. Like punched or Yeah, I think they or... even gave, I, I don't, yeah, punch. I think punched, okay. um, caused injuries, okay. uh, that sort of thing. And uh, so... What that actually looked like or what happened, there's no video that's come out of that. All we have is this 34-second video of a suspect on the ground, officers around him. Um, one at his head. One in punching in the head. One, one at his side and one at his lower half, yeah. I guess, basically. So, yeah. Um, I, I mean, here's a th- it doesn't look good, but it's what I always say about police work. It rarely looks good. Like force in action rarely looks good. Right. But your your thoughts on the video when you watched it? Yep, I don't like it. What what they were doing didn't didn't work. Uh, I mean, I, unless, I mean, the the, the one officer is literally like sh- like hammer fisting the dude in the face, mm-hmm. and he's picking his head up off the ground and like slamming it from like four or five inches. So yeah, onto the sidewalk, which isn't going to kill the guy, but like it's. Just it doesn't do anything. I don't. I don't think it does anything. Um, and like scraping his face on the sidewalk, and the other guy's throwing like monster knee strikes into his lower body. And then they, like as they're, and then when they do that, then they roll. They basically they roll him over to a worse position. So they had him in a decent position. They beat him, and he winds up in a worse position, like yeah. on his back. I just think 
those days, those days, which I don't think should have been like, I, I just, it just didn't work. Like nothing they were doing was working because I think they're using wrong techniques. Yeah. I just don't like the techniques. Like when, it's just not good, man. And like, you, there's no need to bounce someone's face off the sidewalk unless deadly for like, unless you're like, it just doesn't, there's no reason for it. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, I, for, for me, I really need to understand what happened before. I need to see more video. I, maybe this is the only video that's out there, this 34 second video. Uh, but I'm assuming there's probably longer video out there, especially at the very end. And, you know, the, the press is, is choosing to show this 34 seconds. Right. I wonder why that's not being shown. Right. right. Or if, the before. If, if there is more video, right. why, why isn't that being shown? Uh, yeah. that, that would be a question I have. I would want to know exactly, you know, I just feel, again, I feel like it's way too early to draw hard, fast conclusions. Now, watching the video and seeing, you know, what they were, what, what they were doing doesn't look good. Again, I, I'd like a little more context. But what I would say when I watch the video is, and, and looking at any use of force incident, you have to ask yourself, what, what are you trying to accomplish? What's your end goal? If your end goal is to get him in handcuffs, then you need to do what you're doing isn't working, like you said. What your tactics and, and the force you're using isn't working. In fact, it's doing the opposite of what, because he's trying to cover up. So he has his arms up like by strong, his head, yep. you know. Because um, he's protecting he's his face trying to protect. Yeah, he's trying to <laughs> right. protect himself. Um, but at the same time, was he doing that before they started landing at sure. eight blows? Like, was, was he already like doing, doing the, I call it the, the chicken wings, like just clenched up? where you can't get his arms. Was he doing that before any strikes were landed? Well, if he was, then you need to work through that. But at the same time, you know, how well are the three officers working together? Are they communicating? Right. Like what, what's your, your end goal is to get him in cuffs. That's your end goal is what you're doing working. It didn't appear to be working. So fix it. Do like, something else. Do something else. Change, change up what you're going to use to get, to get him in cuffs. That was my thing. Honestly, other than that, I. I need to know more about what happened before, sure. you know, during. It's almost um, like they're softening him up to get him in handcuffs, which is not okay. Right. You Be can't soften someone up to get him in handcuffs. Use a technique that works. I mean, maybe they weren't trained. Like in reality, if they're not trained in like newer techniques. Right. Which every, every police department should be at this point. Yeah. If you have not, for the last five years. Right. If you're an administrator or a leader in a police department. And you're not changing the way that you handcuff people. You don't soften them up before you handcuff them. Right. You, you don't. That's. It shouldn't happen. Right. It never should have happened. Especially like, especially now, like we've, we've come a long way in policing. Thankfully, right. like cuff them, use a technique that works, lay on the guy, yeah. let him tire himself out. Like that's the new, the, the new way is basically lay on him, mm -hmm. tire him out. And yeah. then slowly like use, use some arm bars and like use your body. Him. Yeah. Use your body weight. You have three guys there. Yep. Um, They're safe. Those three officers are safe. There's nothing like there's three guys on this guy. Um, if you can slow down a little bit, like there's not a large crowd around him is what I'm saying. Like right. they don't have to like, they don't have to knock him out to cuff him to get him away. Right. Right. Like that doesn't have to happen. Yeah. But so, in the same token, they, they probably don't know if he has any weapons on him. I don't, I don't know what his, yeah. you know, 
he, he looked like maybe he was homeless or um, he, he didn't he didn't look well. I, or maybe I read that he was homeless. But a lot of times, you know, you got knives involved. You got knives on a sure. person like that. Um, so you don't want to take your time with him. But like you have some time right. like that one guy had an arm like you have the arm. You have one arm. He has yeah. one more thing that he can hurt you with. Yeah. Secure that and let's call it a day. Like, yeah. let's just slow down. But no, I, 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 I generally agree with you. I don't think I'm going to be as adamant as you because I want to wait. I still want to wait for yeah. more information. I'm not saying they're racist or they want to beat up a homeless guy. I'm just saying like. Well, no, they're not racist. They're all white. Well, maybe they don't like white guys. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's true. I mean, that could happen, right? That's true. I guess you could be a racist against your own race. Can you? I don't know if I don't that know. meets the definition. I'm I not that smart, man. I'm just, a, I'm just uh, an idiot. Dude, I'm satisfactory at best. Yeah. No, but, but it, is, it is interesting to me how this is not getting the same press. If the suspect would have been uh, black, it, it would have been really bad. I think so, too. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because it shouldn't matter. The, the race of, of the, the people involved shouldn't matter. Only the... Again, content of character and actions being performed. Are they legal? Are they justified uses of force? Right. That, should, that should be your measuring stick. The law, the, the, what the courts have said, that should be your measuring stick, not what race the people are. Correct. That could come into effect later on, but right. that's not the initial Right. It, it could be. It shouldn't be the initial push. If, if, there, if proof is presented that, right. in fact, race yeah. did play a factor. Absolutely. But in a lot of these cases, there's no proof of anything racial other than different races being involved. And that's harmful, I think. If, if you have race as an issue, a racist cop, weed them out. Get rid of them. Yeah. I have no time for him. But present proof of that. Don't just say he's a racist because his skin color is different than the suspect's skin color. That's I agree. Wrong. 100%, Anthony. So. Yeah, that's, that'll be interesting what happens. I mean. We'll see. Yeah, I, th I think we just need to give more time. Maybe we'll revisit that. You'll remember that we talk about it. I won't remember that we talked about it. I talk about so much stuff on these podcasts. I forget that I talked about certain things. But that's okay. That's um, good. But you can you can bring it back up if it if it comes back. Um, this this one's funny. This one cracks me up. All right, tell me. FBI reports that Alec Baldwin did in fact fire the gun that killed the uh, I guess the the worker on the set there, the set worker. So you're saying the gun didn't go off on its own? So. I, I read this headline and just laughed. Like, why not say, of course, the FBI confirms. The FBI confirms what everybody already knew, right? That should be the headline. Right. How long ago did that happen? I don't know. Here, let me see if I can. I'm going I'm to see if I can uh, find real quickly here how long ago that happened. Because Cause he said he did, he did not pull the trigger, right? Alec Baldwin said he did not pull yeah, the trigger. He, he said in an interview he said, that he didn't I would pull the never trigger. point a, a gun at someone. The, it took place in October. So it's not that long. I mean, it's a year. That's almost, almost a, year. a year. So, okay. It took so, the FBI a year. So we're nearly a year out. And Alec Baldwin has said, you know, he, he didn't pull the trigger. The gun just fired. And the FBI just came out and said, uh, that he did, in fact, pull the trigger on the gun. Now, how did they determine that? Amazing. How did the Federal Bureau of Investigation confirm that Alec Baldwin did, in fact, pull the trigger of the gun on the set of I'll, Rust? I'll tell you how. An 11-month investigation into it. <laughs> Wonder how many 
FBI employees were involved in that investigation to make sure that Alec Baldwin did in fact squeeze the trigger of the revolver on the set of Rust, which caused the death of so person. many, in fact, that there's none available to investigate death threats against Sergeant John Manley. It's terrible. That's what's annoying to me. But it's also hilarious that this was even an article. It's super funny. Like, yeah. Of course he pulled the trigger. He How? wasn't he wasn't holding the gun. The gun just didn't fire on its own. Guns don't do that. It's so I read this headline. I was like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe I'm actually reading an article about how Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger. And isn't this gun like a, a, a what do you call it? A uh, man, I'm stuttering like an idiot. You have to, you can't just squeeze the trigger. You have to pull the hammer back. Or is it? Was it a revolver? What? I think it's a revolver because it was like a, a Dub, like a double action. I think it's double action. So you have to pull the trick. You have to pull the hammer back. I think isn't that what the article says? I don't know, dude. We should have. This is terrible show prep, man. I mean, I don't do show prep. Well, even you know that, no, but listen, like, even this is gonna. I'm not a big gun guy, but even a double action. If you pull the trigger hard enough, that hammer's gonna come back. Right. And go single forward. action is where you have to pull the right. You where have you to have to pull okay, the hammer sing- back and then okay. squeeze the trigger. Is yeah. it single or double action? I don't know. I don't know. I'm okay. not sure. Do you want me to look real quick? Nah, man. I don't, that's I don't know. I mean, Your it, listeners uh, can look it up, man. The FBI, I'm sure. They the F- figured it the out. The FBI is on it, you know? Dude, they confirmed <laughs> that Alec Baldwin did, in fact, <laughs> squeeze the trigger. Uh, I mean, it's a terrible, it's terrible. Yeah, we're but not like, making light of the fact that someone, someone died. died. We're yeah, making yeah, yeah, that's light of the fact that Alec Baldwin claims he didn't pull the trigger and the FBI took 11 months to figure out he did, in fact, pull the trigger. Of course he pulled the trigger. Like, yeah. why is the FBI even involved in this? I don't know. Like, how is this a federal crime? Like, it should be a local jurisdiction or the state police. Like, right. how, is, how is the FBI involved in this? Like, why? Probably because it's Alec Baldwin and he has money. It's, un- it's unreal to me. It's, it's, yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing, you know. If it, if it was just a tragic accident, I'll just say this. If it wasn't Alec Baldwin and it was someone else, they would probably at this point be charged with some level of maybe manslaughter. Neglect or... Like something. Yeah. You know, like if you, if you are, are pointing a gun at someone and you pull the trigger and it results in someone's death, you're going to get charged with something. So is there, was there a real bullet in this thing? Is that, I mean, yeah, it must've been. Yeah. Like a so, projectile comes out of that. Like who yeah. put that bullet in there? Like that's, I mean, I, I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. And yeah. I, I guess I would be amazed if the article came out, FBI determines who placed live bullet in gun that Alec Baldwin fired. Like, but that's instead the- it's Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger. No kidding. <laughs> right. Wow. Like that's the story is who put the who put the live yeah, bullet in there. That's for the sure. story, and like that's who that's what we should know. Like Alec Baldwin, like pulling the trigger, like that's bad enough. But like, should it be criminally charged? I don't think so. Yeah, you know what I mean. It is an interesting case because it it's not. You're on a movie set. It's you not shouldn't a live ex- gun. Yeah, you shouldn't Allegedly. expect that it's going to be loaded. Right. Like Alec Baldwin shouldn't. Is it dumb to point a gun at someone that you haven't checked yourself and squeeze the trigger? A hundred percent. Never do that, listener. Don't point a gun at someone that you haven't checked. Like, right. you know, just don't, just don't do it. But like, should he be charged? No. In my opinion, he shouldn't be yeah. charged. But yeah. like the person who put a, put a bullet in that. Yeah. Pro- potentially should be charged criminally with something. Right. Or at least, right. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, honestly, I don't know a ton about the case because I, this sounds terrible. I don't really care uh, about. It's a terrible I, accident. It's a terrible accident. And I, but or, I, or you know, it's. 
or or worse we yeah. don't know uh you know who knows when we're gonna know i mean it took him 11 months to figure <laughs> out he pulled the trigger so who knows when we'll actually right. know what happened right. but right it's terrible i listen if you're an fbi and you listen to this podcast i'm sure you're a great agent i just am starting to have a big problem with the upper echelon of your agency so that's all i'm saying i guess i can say that i don't know dude you can say whatever you want man yeah kind these of. Are, hey listen when we do these shows we are on our own time what we say is not representing our departments or what they believe we we're our own people and that's that's so that's how i roll yeah until and what are we doing sludging the what <laughs> sludging dude we're dredging no 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 what are we doing this time we are sinking into the sludge of satisfaction satisfactory that's lots of s's but i like how it rolls off the tongue yeah you and do it a gives good you job. a good mental picture of what's really going on here all right next new york governor attempts to improve public safety by changing law so that inmates will now be referred to as incarcerated persons i love it dude man that's super good thank you new york governor for doing your job oh wait that isn't your job what's their name uh give me it's it's hockle hockle she's not even the real governor right what are you talking about yeah no she's like the she took the place of cuomo or whatever when he got booted i, I don't know enough about well, that's the, City, uh, the right? state the state politics but yeah uh kathy hockle yeah I'm, she's I'm not even the re- i don't think name, she's but. the real governor i think she like she's like the sit-in because what's his name had to leave because he was a bad man yeah you might be right I, probably, I don't know. I'm probably right. I don't know. But so, she, so, all right. So what's the, what's the phrase? So, Incarcerated persons. So crime, yes. Crime is exploding in New York, specifically New York City. Um, but uh, she signed this bill that replaces the word inmate with incarcerated person in state law. So this is going to be a state law. Um, she, uh, or State Senator Gustavo Rivera said, for, to- for, for too long, we as a society have thought of incarcerated individuals as less than people. The use of the word inmate further dehumanizes and demoralizes them. How? I don't know yeah, how. And who has thought of inmates or incarcerated persons as less than people? They're people who are in jail. Like, they're still people. Right. Like, and why? I, you can't. Don't put that on me. I didn't assume that. Like, how, how are you saying that I did that or that you did that? Right. Who's this guy? Gustavo. Gust- I don't know who Gustavo. he is. Gustavo. Gustavo. Don't you, don't you tell me what I think. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell me what I think. I don't think of an inmate or an incarcerated person as less than human. Right. They're a human who committed crimes and are, are being, you know, uh, they're going to jail. You're an incarcerated yeah. person now. Well, it, you're an yeah. inmate. You're a criminal. You're found guilty of something. You got to pay. And it's pay state, a little bit of it's state law, so you can't. So, so what? You can't. You can't call can't them inmates it. anymore, or it's just like in like written documents or like. Like I don't even understand why, I, how this does anything for anybody. I don't. I don't. They're know. still locked up. Yeah, I, I they're don't. still behind bars. They're still a human being who is being punished for crimes that th- that a jury of their peers yeah said that you've done and they've been sentenced by a judge justly yeah and you're in jail and someone decided that the word inmate somehow further dehumanizes and demoralizes them right because they're assuming that they're being 
dehumanized and what's the other word? Demoralized. Demoralized because they're incarcerated. I can't help how you feel. It's if you feel that way, that's on you, bro. Like, hey, feel sorry for the fact that you're in jail because you committed a crime, bro. What? What? What's... Don't be dehuman dehumanized because you're in jail you're still human you're just a human in jail right where you belong because you committed a crime that a jury found you guilty of or that you pled Cause, to because you because you committed it. a crime that dehumanized someone else <laughs> yeah you're a criminal possibly depending what the what the crime right. was but uh, it's so stupid man it's so unreal dude what i think what's most interesting about bills like this and legislation like this is that we are focused, so I, I quick while you were talking there, I, I looked up just how, what percent of the USA is incarcerated? Yeah. Because these, these woke um, district attorneys would make you believe that the incarceration rates in the USA are astronomical and that, you know, it, the real issue is that, or the real truth is that a very minute percentage of the USA is incarcerated. We might have more incarcerated people than other countries, so maybe we should look inward and be like, why is that happening? Why, right. why do we have such a criminal element in this country? What has brought that about? Not demonize the fact that people are in jail and say that that's wrong, but why, why are we getting to that point? Not saying, hey, let's leave people out of jail, let's not put them in jail, but instead, what can we do to prevent people from engaging in criminal behavior? How, how are we going to solve that problem? What is causing that? But instead, we focus on a small part of the population and we make these ridiculous bills and legislation that literally mean nothing. This legislation means nothing. So now in New York State, you can't refer to someone who's in prison, who's an inmate, an inmate in prison. You now have to refer to them as a incarcerated person, which means the same thing. <laughs> right, right. And you know what we do that for? 0.7% of the United States. So less than point, 1%. Less than 1% of the population of the USA is in prison. And we're so focused on trying to help them instead of supporting the people that are doing the, the right thing. Right. So you're, right. We, we talk about this all justice, right? But you're praising I, the people who do good things and you condemn the people who do bad things. Like right. that's justice. And 99, like, over 99% of the USA like hear that. is not that's in prison. Nine, yeah, they're law-abiding citizens, 99%. That's huge. Are not in prison. Right. And we are focused on the feelings of people who are in prison. Instead of saying, no, we are going to hold you to a standard the standard that over 99% of our population adheres to, we're going to hold you to that standard. Instead of doing that, we're like, hmm, inmate makes you feel bad. Let's change it. It's madness. Right. Absolutely ridiculous. We want you to be part of the rest of the 99%. That's what everybody wants. All you Rehabilitation. Have, all you have to do is these things. Just don't commit crimes against other people and you can come out. Right. But if you continue to commit crimes, you're going to go to a place where you you can't commit crimes against these 99% because you're isolated. Yes. That's literally what we're, what we're asking for. <laughs> like, I don't think that's unreasonable. It's not unreasonable, right. especially when the nine, over 99% of the population is doing it. Right. Instead of, instead of focusing on the majority of people and saying, what best serves the majority of people, we are focusing on less than 1% of our population inmates in prison and saying, what best serves them? Yeah. That is crazy. And that is not the role of the government. The role of the government is to protect 
its people. That's one of the main roles of the government is to protect its people. And instead, we are focused on protecting criminals. Crazy. Right. So uh, if you're in New York, vote her out. Yeah. Absolutely. Like in reality, like this is this is this is the time where where we as people actually have the opportunity to make change. Yeah. Like if a, you think it's ridiculous that less than one percent of the people have their feelings hurt, or somebody's assuming that they have their feelings hurt, they actually probably don't care. Right? They, yeah. They don't care. That's what I, you I, should do. You should pull the inmates. Yeah. Pull the inmates and see if they're concerned about the fact that they're called inmates. Oh, so ridiculous, man. Yeah, that's oh, like, like pedophiles. Like they're trying to change that to be minor attracted persons. That's, so that's it's another just thing. wild. Minor attracted hey. persons. So you're a minor attracted person, not a pedophile because that hurts your feelings. Right. And they're trying to normalize they being whoever they are. Right. But no one ever knows who they is. Well. We all say that. They. Uh, no, I know. It. I'm just. Making yeah, it. we can find the they. Right. But yeah. It's terrible. So speaking of that, that I wanted to ask you about this. I thought about this today. Uh, so there's this case out of California, a private, like private organization that tries to uh, go out and engage with people involved in pedophilia, um, abusing kids, that sort of thing. So this this group travels around the U.S. and uses social media to basically get these people out in the light, and then they confront them, call local authorities, the police come out, and um, at sometimes arrest them, sometimes later charge them for... Like a sting kind of like. Yeah, so like a private like company a private that, does the, that does these stings. They have, they have people that pose as, you know, Like a kids. 12-year-old or yeah. something like that, be like, hey... Or they use this artificial intelligence things and they create like a picture that looks like a nine-year-old or whatever and engage on social media with these people. And once they commit a crime, you know, talking about wanting to commit sexual acts with the child or, or sending pictures or whatever, they then um, confront this person and call the police and have the police come out. So it's my, probably all recorded too, right? Yes, it's like all they record recorded. It, they yeah. keep all the stuff, yeah. So my question to you is, as a detective who does a lot of this type of work, what do you think about groups that do that? A good thing? Bad thing? I, I, I was thinking about it today, literally today, right before we recorded, just trying to figure out like where, how I feel about it. This is personal. Okay. Personally, I absolutely love it. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean- Bring I, it to light, man. Like, bring it to light. Bring it to light. Okay. Like if you're attracted to a, to a 12-year-old, like- you need help or you need incarcerated. Yeah. Maybe both. Especially if you've gone hands-on. If you've gone hands-on, you need to go to jail. So you don't, you don't have a problem with pri like a private agency or, or a company that does it? Bro, and we live in America, man. You should be able to do what you want. If you're not breaking laws, mm -hmm. do what you want. Yeah. You know, if a private company wants to do that, do it, man. Yeah. Like bring it to light. Like um, they did it on like a... NBC or whatever. Yeah. What's it, what was it called? Uh, like uh, catch a predator? catch a predator, something like that. Yeah. So they did it. Yeah. Like, why can't a private company do it? The media now, did that for clicks and views. And now, and they they worked in conjunction with law enforcement okay. when they did it. Yeah. So it's a little different because these 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 agencies, these private investigation agencies, they're not working in conjunction with yeah. law enforcement. Law enforcement has no idea about it until they do the confrontation, right? And then they call the. Uh, the authorities, so the police are kind of coming in blind. Yep. How do you feel about that? Uh, 
here's the deal. There's not enough police to do what private companies can do. Right. There's not. Like, um, I, I know that there are, like, police are overworked. Like every other. Right. <laughs> like every other, like, job. Like, yeah. they're overworked. Like, you, you can't do I d- active. I would, I would much rather have the police involved from the, from the get-go. But, like, you can't do it. So a private organization doing it, they're funded. Like, get all the stuff and get an aggressive DA and an aggressive, like, someone to bring charges, like a cop, and, and do, work the case. Yeah. I guess logistics on a company like that, that literally flies all over the USA to confront these people, the logistics of trying to work with a department may be difficult. Um, so the reason this came into the news, I don't know if you saw this story yet, this out of Berkeley, California, I believe. Yes. I, I did see it. Okay. So, you know, and then the police show up. He called the police. They're showing them what they have, text messages, social media stuff, like really terrible stuff. Right. Like awful stuff. This, this, this uh, uh, male who is trans, so he identifies as a female now, um, he r- was talking to someone he believed was nine years old about sexual like doing sexual stuff with her and then uh the person posing as a nine-year-old said something about having a one-year-old sibling and this guy wanted to bring the one-year-old in on it yeah terrible like horrific stuff so they confront this uh guy they bring the police in and again this i this is a newer story so i don't know if we have all the facts but allegedly the police in Berkeley let this guy walk. And this was back in, I think, June. And they still haven't dropped charges on him. They have said there is an investigation, that sort of thing. But this company has all the receipts like of what was going on. All the evidence is All there. the evidence. Yeah. So they're upset because, first of all, he was not arrested at that moment, which, again, based on everything that was going on, maybe the police did need to do a little more. But we're now in you know, September and this guy hasn't been arrested yet. And based on what I've seen that they have, I'm like, this guy should be under arrest. Yeah. um, And in addition, there's also a report that when the police arrived, they got upset with this company because they misgendered this guy, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm just like, like boo on you, man. Like shame on you, whoever that was, whatever the, I, police officer that was, if you got again, mad. I haven't seen video. They have, they have the video of the confrontation. I haven't seen video of an officer, uh, you know, getting on these people and saying, oh, you, you misgendered him. But if that actually happened, Boo. you're right. Shame on you. Boo and shame on you. I mean. Like, wake up. Like, we're talking about kids at this point. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we talk about a lot of silly things, but like yeah. you're talking about kids and granted all of this, like this is what's weird is all of this is kind of like virtual. It didn't actually have like, you know what I mean? Like he didn't actually, this, this suspect didn't actually go hands on with this kid who doesn't actually exist. So like, I get how there's some like legal stuff going on there, but on the face of it, that's a crime. Yeah, and also the it's fact that- It's taking substantial steps right. to commit a crime, which is in the crimes code everywhere. It's in the Fed system. It's in the locals, at least in Pennsylvania. It's in the, right. it's, If you take a substantial step to commit a crime, even though you didn't commit the crime- 
and then go somewhere to meet. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. taking substantial steps right. to commit the thing that you're talking about doing or right. messaging about doing. It's a crime. And, and it's I, treated the same as actually committing the crime. And I guess this criminal also had another social media account uh, where he goes around and takes uh, pictures of women unknowingly. Like, not, not, they're not naked or anything like that, but just sitting on the bus or wherever, sitting on a bench in a park. He'll take pictures of them unknowingly and then writes like super sexually explicit posts in his social media about the woman he took a picture of. So this guy is a straight up creep. Right. Like, like basically criminal. he's, he's visualizing. He, he he's, is like, yeah. you know, he is, he's, he's a predator. Right. You know, it's right. obvious based on his actions. And like you said, the substantial steps he's taking to try to engage in that type of uh, behavior. Anthony, let's make this guy an incarcerated person. <laughs> That's what needs to happen. He needs to become an incarcerated person. Uh, oh man. That's what needs to happen, dude. And then, yeah. and then let the courts decide. Yeah. I, I'm kind of sad that it took that long for an investigation because literally they're going to give it to you if, the, if that production a- agency is willing to give it yeah, to, they, to the police. It like, sounds like they handed everything over to the police. Shame on the police. Or shame on the DA. Like, it doesn't surprise me because it's California. Like, you hear all this stuff. And I don't know California. I guess I shouldn't say. But you just hear about all of this stuff happening in California. Uh, so Lancaster County has had similar... Yeah, a private citizen. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a company, though. Right. And charges have been brought in yeah. light of what that person has yeah. done. Now, have arrests in those cases? I know that the guy you're talking about. I don't, does he still do it? You kind of fall off. I don't know. Okay. I don't want to give. Maybe him we any. can't talk about it. Yeah. Um, Be careful. It, in in some of those cases, people were arrested on the spot, if I remember right, or maybe not. No, you know what? I don't think maybe they were arrested not. on the spot. There was, it was, there was evidence ga- handed over. Correct. And then, and then, you know, and I don't police- think it should be an arrest on the spot. Well, I, I shouldn't say that you got, Man. here's the thing, arresting, like to arrest someone, we need probable cause, right? Yeah. That's what we need. Probable yep. cause, mm-hmm. which isn't, uh, this person definitely did this crime. That's not that. And, and you can arrest someone, bring them back to the police For station a felony investigation and not charge them. Correct. So in this one in Berkeley, Berkeley, I was like. So I put myself in the place of the police officers. Yeah. I get there. They're making these accusations. I'm not going to let that person leave. He, he is going to be detained until I figure out what I'm doing with yeah, him. What do I actually I'm not gonna, have here? I'm not going to let him. I may not throw him in handcuffs right away and arrest him right away, yeah. but I'm not going to just let him walk away. I agree with you. You know, someone is presenting me, hey, this is what this guy is saying and doing. I th- for me personally, as a police officer, if I, if I got to a call like that, because I put myself there, I'm like, I personally think, again, if this is how it went down with this company that was doing this, I would personally feel like I had enough to arrest, bring that person back to the police station yeah. and look at it further. It may not mean they get charged that day, but, you're gonna- but they're definitely not probably going to walk away. Yeah. I agree with you. Yep, I agree. It, take, take a different scenario. Like we're talking because that's like the hot topic, right? Trans stuff, pedophile stuff, like all that stuff's like, it's very like in the news. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So take like, let's do, run a different scenario. Hey, you show up to a scene where a guy has another guy on the ground and he says, this guy was just in my house. I have video of this guy in my house. He was standing over top of, you know, my three-year-old who was sleeping. And, you know, whatever he was, 
Right. Like he was doing these things. I'm trying not to be too crazy here. I I guess I went really gonzo. Hey, he stole my TV. The TV is currently in his hands. I have him on the ground. The police officer was like, well, we'll let the guy go. We'll figure it out later. Right. And we'll go talk to this guy and make sure that this actually happened. That's what we're, that's kind of, it's a different scenario. Yeah. But that's the same thing. And everybody's going to be like, oh, man, why would you let that guy go? Right. But because it's trans stuff, because it's, you know, a minor attracted person. Yep. Crazy. (laughs) Which is a pedophile. We wouldn't want him to be an incarcerated person yet. Yet. Let's make sure. Let's not hurt his feelings. Let's not make this person feel a certain way. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, it's super sad. And uh, it it seems like it should have moved along a little quicker. Yeah, I hope this person gets charged because it sounds like they have great evidence on this guy. Well, maybe and now, it sounds like they did a great investigation. And maybe now that it's you know kind of hitting the the press a little bit, maybe it'll put some pressure on on Berkeley to Berkeley police to do something about it. Again, I would love to do more of those investigations. It's super hard though because you're inundated. So like to do um, what we call those uh, proactive investigations yeah. are very time consuming and. Depart- most departments don't have the manpower to do it. Yeah. Um, I would love to see law enforcement work with a private company. Right. I, like, I guess that gets kind of weird because the government and private, like, it gets weird. Yeah. But, like, if it can be funded by, like, private citizens because they don't like pedophiles and they want them off the streets. Yeah. Like, to have that, like, ability to have them do the work legally. Right give it to the police, they charge, it goes to court. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Like, to have private citizens or businesses working together with the police. Because you're right. I mean, most of the work you do is is reactive. You get you get yeah, reports. detective work is reactive. Yeah, you get reports, and, and you... Detectives who do this type of work are so busy doing the, the reactive stuff, the right. stuff that's getting reported. It's the hard historical to do, stuff, yeah. The historical stuff. It's hard to do the proactive stuff. Um, and, and to do it, you need... You need a team of people because not only are you engaging via social media whatever you need someone to do that but then you need people doing the paperwork involved with it and then when you do that confrontation you need to be able to do that safely that that's a crazy thing about these 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 private individuals and entities that are doing it those confrontations that can be super dangerous like you're just you're just rolling up hey you, you like sent this stuff to me. And you're a pedophile. You're a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. I have proof right here. Right. Well, that's wild, you know? Yeah, it's, it is wild. There's no. Like, that's a good story. Yeah. It, it, I, it literally, I just thought of it today. And I was like, ah, oh, this might come up during our, during our episode. I asked Gary about it. Dude, that's good show prep, Anthony. Because you're a professional. You've been doing this a little while, man. Yeah. You're a professional. I'm swimming in the pool of satisfactory. The sludge. The sludge. The sludge of satisfactory. Right. Um Sludge is a good word. So man. we had we had a couple other things that we were going to talk about. Yeah, but what else? The one the one thing I did want to talk about is this huge problem right now, especially in urban areas, cities like New York City, Chicago. Uh, I think even Lancaster City has has dealt with it at times. Are these groups of illegal uh, bike riders? Uh, when I say like dirt bikes, four wheelers, things yes. that aren't allowed to be on the road. They're not registered vehicles. And being driven in super reckless ways uh, that um, have caused injuries to the public, you know, crazy stuff like riding, like taking over the street, taking riding on sidewalks. This is happening. Uh, it's a huge problem right now in New York City. So like you're talking about like four wheelers, 
yeah or four wheelers or like dirt bikes literally just ripping around like urban environments up on sidewalks yes. jumping traffic just pausing at lights right. or not even stopping at lights yeah. popping wheelies popping wheelies doing all the things and, going and wrong way on one ways because they're four wheelers they can do whatever they want right that's that's the kind of thing you're talking right about. so this this is a huge problem right now in new york city for instance there is a huge outcry to like solve this problem um, so citizens are complaining about yes this. it's okay. a huge it's a huge problem because it's causing traffic problems it's causing danger to uh you know pedestrians that so it's not the police or the government saying hey we need to stop this no it's the citizens complaining it's a who huge, live there right yeah it's a huge problem so what what happened what happened there's a story that just came out of yorkshire england where cops so it's even a problem overseas it's across the pond across the pond let's get some tea <laughs> so there's a story that just came out of Yorkshire, England, where officers, it, this is the crazy thing. It looks like they're in unmarked vehicles. I love this video. This video is great. Man. So, you sent me this video and I was yeah. laughing. If, listeners, you got to look this video up. It's super fun. So it's dash cam video out of Yorkshire, England. These officers, uh, I guess their, their main job is to deal with this problem. They, these these uh, dirt bikes, specifically. Dirt bikes that are tearing around and terrorizing pedestrians. Like they're and, tearing up farmland, yeah. right? Like they're just like I, ripping around. Yeah. So they, they, this team of officers there spots two of these guys who have been a huge problem in the community there. And uh, they, they, roll, they roll in. Now, when I saw that it was dash cam video, I assumed it was marked units. Yeah. Okay, so I watched this video. This is the only crazy part about it. The, these are unmarked units. So I don't know if these guys on the motorcycle had any idea it was the police, but these guys roll in and they see them coming. One guy tries to take off. Um, officer just hits him. And maybe he was in a marked unit. I, I, I think both units were unmarked. Hits him, knocks him off the bike. Uh, the other guy quick tries to get away. Another uh, unmarked unit comes in from the other side of the gas station, hits him in the back, knocks him off the bike. They take him into custody and it's creating this outroar like how dare you you know hit hit these uh these motorcyclists off their bikes and and take them into custody me personally i love it you know you know what you want to you want to do stuff like this your head should be on an absolute swivel bro i'm with you uh, absolute swivel you want you and they didn't crush them it's no not, they like, just they they we, just knocked them. Yeah, you had this Brazilian stuff on where citizens took it into their own their own hands. Maybe we can talk about that. Yeah. But like that's a different story. The, the the officers did not crush these guys. They basically like bumped the bike so it can't move and the guy falls over. Right. It's not like they ran them over with their cars. It wasn't like un it's not like unrealistic. Like you've hit people with a car before, haven't you? I've hit them yeah. with my door with my door. Yeah. Like if they're running, hit them with the door and they fall over. Like it's not that big yeah. of a deal. But like, I mean, this is a really long time ago. Oh, yeah. You, could, you can't yeah. do that now. You but can't like, do that now. But like, you're not trying to hurt the person. You're, you're trying to get them into custody. Yes. And these, these dirt bikes, man, you can rip around. You could, they could have jumped on top of the cruiser and taken off. Like that's how dirt bikes work. Like if you can ride a bike. Like if you're, you have to be a really good rider. If you're a that. professional tennis player like me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> If the equivalent of that of a of a of a dirt bike rider, you could jump. I mean, it's I don't think it's that hard. I've ridden a dirt bike or two, and you can kind of pop 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 up over. No big deal. Okay, you have to be really good to do. Maybe that. Maybe I watched too many movies. Yeah, I think so. You know, rented on Amazon Prime. 
but anyway, yeah, I love it. I think it's a great it's a great tactic. They didn't hurt the I, right. I don't even think the bikes were damaged. No, they just they literally bumped off. Both guys popped back up and tried to run. And yeah, they, they tried to run. Custody. So I love it. I think it's great. Um, well, and and here's the thing: how do you take care of this? How do, how do you deal with this? So if they would have hit, turn their lights on. Guess what? Gone. Now you're in a vehicle pursuit, Gone. and now now they like run over pedestrian, right? And now the police, the bad guy there. Like you, police can't win, dude. Even in even in England, <laughs> people hate the police. Even in England, even the bobbies, <laughs> the bobbies, they didn't have guns. <laughs> oh um, man, I love it. Like so, so my thing is my <laughs> what. What are you laughing at? They don't at? even have guns. They don't have guns. Yeah, only special You have to call ones. the guys with guns. You have to call the special ones with guns. I'm glad um, we kicked them out of here in <laughs> 17, whatever it was. The early, so, late 1700s, early 1800s. So get out of here, redcoats. <laughs> Can't even carry guns as you're a cop, man. Come on. I don't know. Can we call them redcoats or do we have to call them something else? We can't oh, say man. inmates anymore. That's true. I don't know. That's <laughs> It's like those who do not wear the blue coats. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, so, so what are we going to so, say? Well, the, and so the, this has, bringing it back across the pond to us again. Yeah. In New York, there's just been this case where uh, officers were allegedly chasing people on four-wheelers yeah. uh, in Queens. I think it was Queens. And um, uh, you had a rider and a passenger on one of the four wheelers, they hit an 18 wheeler. Uh, they both, I think they both died. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those officers, you know, they're done. They're done. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're off the street and, you know, they're doing this big investigation. Um, my understanding is that the policy of the NYPD is they strongly discourage, they don't say you may not, but they strongly <laughs> discourage you from chasing uh, the the people that are engaged in this, but it is a huge problem in New York. They're seizing thousands and thousands of illegal dirt bikes and ATVs that are being, that are being ridden, ridden all over, all over the street. Yeah. There's video. If you go on YouTube and look up ATVs in New York or whatever, you'll see like taking over streets and sidewalks and just doing crazy stuff on these ATVs. And it's really a public safety issue because. Um, they they don't obey any traffic laws. They do whatever they want. They're violent towards other drivers. So there have been crimes committed other than like these traffic violations. Yes. Like pedestrians been hit, motor vehicle yes. accident, like whatever. Yes. Okay. So, um, and these officers now are, are, you know, off, well, not off duty. They're on, um, administrative, yeah. you know, leave or, or, um, I'm not sure. Right now they're off the streets. Yeah. And this investigation is, is, is because these continued. two people decided to flee from them and they ran into right. a, a car. Right. And yep. uh, allegedly they were being pursued. I don't, I don't yep. even know if that's true or not. So, so again, the crazy their, thing is their actions caused their injuries or death, but the officers at fault. Right. So the wild thing about this story, just before we recorded, I found a new, uh, news story about it, uh, where two people, Two guys who were riding illegally with the two that died. Yeah. Okay. Were interviewed by a news agency in New York. So think about this. Okay. Two guys that were engaged in illegal activity, brazen enough to go on the news. Faces not blurred. Voices not changed. Voices not changed. Okay. And talk about the crime they committed and call for the officers to be charged. Really? And fired. 
So the incredible. Leader, the leadership in NYPD, you immediately type Char- charges, get a warrant, arrest them. Yes. That's what you do. Absolutely. That's that, what a leader that's does. How, that's how brazen the criminal element is right now in New York. Did that happen? Did like, they get arrested? No. What do you think? <laughs> of course not. They're, They're probably, not arrested. Uh, yeah. But that's, that's crazy to me. Like these guys were, you know, engaged in criminal activity. Yeah. And, and are brazen enough to get on the news. Don't care. No, the police aren't going to do anything about right. charging or arresting them. Yeah. Shame on the leadership of uh, NYPD. Wild. Wild. Or me. the DA's office. It might not be the, it might not be right. the NYPD. But NYPD. in reality, NYPD, like, you have the legal authority to arrest someone. Right. Now, granted, charges might get dropped down the road, but you're the police. Right. If you're leadership NYPD, go arrest them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then fight with the DA's office. Yeah. 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 Fight with them. I, you know, and, and. Be a leader. And Step so, up. so my thing is, I mean, even, even, you know, this is a problem in every jurisdiction yeah. right now. Every. It's chilled out in Lancaster a little bit. Okay. We, we had some like bicyclists a while back and like. Do we have four wheelers? I can't remember. Maybe some dirt bikes, but like it's, I don't think it's, it's big groups. Bit. You have yeah. it here and there, but it's it's a problem in all these in all jurisdictions where you have uh, ATVs, dirt bikes that are not registered, that are being driven by people who most likely aren't licensed, and um, it 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 it's crazy. And the police, the 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 stance generally across the USA is do not chase. Do not chase anyone on an ATV or motorcycle. Do not chase. And my thing is, how are you going to solve the problem if you don't chase? So the only way you can do it, I think, is like they did in England. Way to go, England. Like they did surveillance on these guys. That's a lot of manpower, though, for like, it's not, I mean, it's a huge problem. but But here's the thing. People are like, oh, it's not a huge problem. But it becomes a huge problem when you get a pedestrian killed. Oh, yeah. And then why didn't the police do anything? Yes. Right. Yeah, you're right. And so you're right. You're right. You're right. It, it does take a lot of manpower to do something like that. Um, yeah, I have no I have no problem. Like, I think I think you can be smart about it. I think you can be smart about how you try to stop someone on a motorcycle or a dirt bike or an ATV. Right. Um, but like, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to chase a. In in my in my personal opinion, I would never chase a motorcycle going 50, 60 miles an hour through the city. I just I wouldn't do it because okay. I wouldn't want to see a pedestrian come flying across the thing. What I would do is remember who what that bike is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like get that like wrapped up, and then the next time I see that bike, like doing nothing wrong and not stopping it, just hit it, hit it, get the guy, and figure it out. Uh, you know what I mean? It. Like, I love it. I don't think I could do that, or right, I'm you not can't. saying I would do no, that. I'm can't. saying, but that's that's how you deal with this. You can't chase a you can, in an urban environment. You can't chase a motorcycle going 60 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour. You can't. It's danger. It's too dangerous. It's it's in my opinion, it's not worth it because if a kid walks across the street and I hit that kid or he hits that kid, like I'm not dealing. Like I don't want to deal with it. See, this is my struggle. Dude, it's hard, man. Like, it's just, it's this just is, where I'm this at. Is, I, no, and I, I, I hear you, and I don't even necessarily say I disagree. I'll find him later. Disagree with you. My thing is, we are, we're obsessed with safety in this country to the point where we will let criminals just do whatever they want to do. Yes and no, Anthony. And, and, but, but, and, 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 but on the flip side of that coin, so I look at, you know, my own family. Okay, so what if my family was driving through the area where I was chasing 
a motorcyclist and then slams into their vehicle or one of them as they're crossing the street and kills them. Is it, is it worth it? It's no, not. it's not worth it. It's, it's, it's not worth it. But my, my justice side is like, these guys know they can do whatever they want and we won't do anything. But that's why I think you hammer them later. So if you can't get them at that initial but, thing. But how do you find them? It's not the easiest thing, but like, I think you can work it. Like, you know, you can work a... Like if you have a plate. You have a plate well, or... If you it's an actual it. motorcycle. But on these ATVs and, and uh, dirt bikes, there's no plates. There's no way to know. But like in reality, those bikes and those ATVs are in that area for a reason. Because that person lives around there. Right. They don't live that far. It's not like someone's bringing an ATV into Lancaster City from the southern end and driving around. Right. Like, you're going to find that bike at some point. Yeah. And like the justice side of me wants to be like, okay, I find that bike and I pop all the tires and I destroy <laughs> the bike. Like that's right. But like, you can't do that. But like, if I'm a citizen, that's what I would do. Yeah. I, I, I guess I just, uh, I often, I, I, I've said it on this podcast before. I often think about that line in the movie heat. You can get killed walking your doggy and you know what? Is it worth a, a civilian getting hurt or killed? No, but that, that mantra is starting to be used to handcuff the police about what they can for do. For everything. For everything, yeah. Yeah. you know, because we're so obsessed with safety. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. Like, which we I saw through COVID, which we thought, you know. I don't want an innocent party to be injured or hurt. Absolutely not. But, don't but it is being used against, it is being used by criminals against the police to be able to flee at the drop of a hat. Right. And we don't pursue. Right. You know, the, the, you, you see that? We talked about that the other, the yeah, other episode about Chicago, mm -hmm. not pursuing people who committed homicide, murder. I know. Yeah. You know, and so it's being used. And so my thing is, yes, I, I get it. Like gauging the, the harm to uh, Joe Blow citizen who is doing the right thing. You, ha you have to gauge that. But to a certain point, like where, where, where is that line? Yeah. If, if the line is complete safety, well, then criminals are, can operate at will. Like, you know, they're impunity, right. which is what we see. Yeah. That's so, the scary part. I don't know. Yeah. It's but a fun then, video, though. It's a good video. But then you have the flip side. You, you referenced the, Brazil, the videos coming out of oh, Brazil. Dude, I love it. So... You know, they, they, I, I guess they have a huge problem there with, with uh, people on motorcycles doing robberies. So they'll like pull, street robberies. Yeah, they'll pull up to citizens walking or they'll like box in a car and rob the people in the, in the car, people on motorcycles. So With guns, with knives, yeah, with whatever. Yeah. yeah, like we're talking like straight up robberies. Even, even, honestly, even if they don't have weapons. Right, right, right. right. You know, run them over. I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> So here, so in Brazil, it, this is, this is Brazil, um, but this is coming here because you're again, so, you're so optimistic. Listen, listen the police <laughs> are so handcuffed here. Citizens need to start thinking about how can I protect myself in New York city? They're targeting people with high priced vehicles, right. you know, stuff like that. So how, how can I protect myself, um, d from getting hurt or getting my stuff taken? And, and, uh, so there, there's this video that went around social media uh, uh, several weeks ago, and I sent it to you, of citizens just taking it on themselves to deal with these guys. They see a motorcycle, cut them off, and 
they're literally running these people over. It's hilarious. It is. So the story is though that the government said, "Citizens, do what you right. do what you can," which isn't true to protect yourselves. You know, if you have to kill these robbers, go ahead and kill them. So that, that isn't all true. turned out to be not true. But right. that's like that's kind of how the story got like right. got some momentum, and then then this video, and yeah, like, and literally, if one car is like stopped by these motors, these like motorcyclists these robbers let's call them what they are yeah should be incarcerated persons but they're robbers <laughs> and like another car that's down the road sees this happening yes. they speed up and they crush the motorcycles or these guys that jump off the bikes <laughs> and they're like at the car window another car that's not involved sees this happening and yeah. they just run them over there's another one where someone pulls out a gun from the car and and blasts the dude that's at the driver's yeah, window that's goes, a good one he goes up to the uh driver's window or a passenger window yeah. and you know has a gun in the window the and, robber does yeah the robber does and you the citizen just pulls their own gun and you just, see flashes of light boom 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 he drops drops this guy and the, right the other the, his partner jumps on a bike takes off yeah there's <laughs> one there's one where uh, and i love the ones where a citizen is getting robbed and another citizen literally says my car isn't that important and like just wrecks into these guys right um in in to help another citizen. Right. They, they probably don't even know. They don't even know. But it's probably, such a but terrible thing that the citizens are like, the police aren't doing anything. We're going to take care of this. Or, or the police don't have the, the manpower. manpower yeah, or sure. They're not here. Like, I'm going to take so myself. So there's one where these two guys on motorcycle are trying to rob. I, I can't remember if it was like someone in a car or someone like a pedestrian. But this car, <laughs> dude, <laughs> lights these guys up. The one guy is trying to get back on his motorcycle. It's actually a little gruesome. It is very gruesome. Yeah, it's gruesome. You know, his, his leg. Most people shouldn't watch this. His leg is He can't like, walk. He can't it's, walk. It's been in the wrong way. It's dude. I, but you know what? If you want to rob people, th this is my thing. If you want to rob people and you make that decision, your head should be on a swivel. I agree with you. You should be concerned about what the police or a law-abiding citizen is going to do to you. But that's not you, the case right now. You make the decision. You want to rob people? Guess what? You might die doing T today it. Today might be the last day you try to do yes. that. Yes. Yeah. And I have no, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I have no problem with it. I don't either. I don't care what your circumstances is. I don't care how you grew up. I don't care how terrible your past is. When you make a decision to break the law. There are consequences. There are consequences. Sometimes immediate. Yeah. I, I, I. You know, I, I can empathize with maybe some stuff in your past. That you're poor. That you're that poor. You need to feed your family. But or... guess what? Going back to what we were talking about with incarcerated people, inmates, the majority of the population that grew up in terrible consequences, the majority of the population yeah. that's poor, the majority of the population that's whatever victim not, mentality you want. Not just majority, 99%. Right. Are doing the right thing. Right. And we should hold you to that standard. Right. We should not lower our standards for you. That's all we expect of you is yes. just to jump in line with the 99%. Yeah. That's all we're asking you to do. And it's And, and in reality, me. people will probably help you. We yes. live in a pretty generous society. Yeah. In, in general, like we're, we're pretty generous. Mm -hmm. Neighbors help neighbors. Like right. that's kind of how this, how this country was formed, how we kind of worked. Like let's, let's go back to that. Right. And like, if you jump out of line, like everybody around you, your neighbors are going to hold you accountable. Like, yeah. let's go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Do what's best.
or that person. Yeah, look out for each other. Look, look out for them. Think of them. I, yeah. And that's what's so interesting to me that that concept that which which is biblical to view others as better than you to help other people. Yeah. What what that really takes and what that looks like, like that's the that's a utopia. Like that's what people want, right? But people, but I think a lot of people don't have the stomach for what it really takes and what it, yeah. what it what it really means. Well, you gotta th- you can't think self. You and you can't think feelings and emotion. You right. have to think reality. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly, you kind of have to have an internal mindset. Like how? What? What? What I'm doing now, is this truly helping the person or is this just making them feel good? Yeah. You know? Inmates so, versus incarcerated people. Changing, is, is that really helping them? Right. Or is it just making them feel better? Right. Or, or making me feel better? And why do we want to make them feel better? Like, what's the, what's the point of making them feel better? What's is there, the end goal? Is there any point in making them feel better? There right. is none. Is it really helping to solve the problem? Right. You know? Right. Uh, probably not. But yeah, I wonder what happens if that starts happening here, like citizens rising up. Well, when citizens rise up here, like you got that guy in New York that was charged. Yeah. Oh, the 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 store owner. Yeah, the he bodega. Shot, he shot that guy or whatever, right? Or stabbed him. He stabbed was trying him, to like man. protect his store and protect himself, and they had, now they did they did end up dropping charges and releasing Good. him. I think. Good for them. Yeah, but initially they arrested him. Yeah, it's and terrible. It's like this guy yeah. came in to rob him and hurt. Him. I love the videos where you see like a a citizen jump in like when the police aren't involved i love to see the police like just wreck wreck house when like something really bad's going on like i right. love seeing that yeah but my favorite thing is to see citizens step up because like yeah. that's what you need yeah like yeah. there's a video going out there at like a bus stop where this guy's like beating up a dude and he winds up taking his bike or whatever and a bus rolls up and then you see a citizen basically like stop him from beating him anymore i think yeah. he winds up getting away with his bike but like a citizen kind of jumps in we need was it a, a man? Yeah. We need men like that yeah. to stand up. I just saw a video. I don't remember what state it was in, but this, this guy comes into his establishment, his restaurant or whatever, and um, goes up to, I, it looked like an elderly person who was eating in the restaurant. Yes. Knocks him out, like knocks him off his just chair. Jacks him. Just jacks him, takes his phone and wallet, and the store owner runs out of the store, tackles this guy, and, and holds him down for the police. and. I was like, why, why aren't more guys doing that? Yeah. Like, why, why, why have we completely wussified our culture? Yeah. Like, just stand up for the right thing. Is it going to be easy? No. Are, and if, might you get hurt? Yes. But right. And I if more people did that, like, your chances of getting hurt are less. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, if, if, if I'm in a restaurant with you and I don't know you and you stand up and do something and I've help you out right like it's it's yeah. not the it's two versus one then right. right and then if it's seven versus one because there's seven dudes there and like you've made the point before that type of action breeds breeds like yeah, action and bravery and courage from other people yeah. around you uh and and what's great in this video there's a woman who follows this guy out she picks up all the stuff that this guy tried to steal and then goes over and starts kicking the bad guy I'm like yeah and and i'm watching this i'm watching this and yeah. i'm thinking to myself if the police, like if that was on video and the police did that, they would be charged. Correct. Because there's really no reason at that right. point. Like, you're yeah. right. I, and I, I would agree with that. Like at that point, the guy's down. He's, he's secured. This guy's just laying on him and waiting for the cops to get there. And this woman starts kicking him. 
I wouldn't want although my although to. there's no there's no audio. So if he's saying when I get up I'm going to kill you, yeah, and she kicks him, I don't care. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Quit making threats, dude. Just lay there. Right. Like you're 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 done. It's it. It's it's over. You're about to be an incarcerated person. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> makes me crazy. Uh, but that one yeah. makes me mad because like I've been on this like minor attracted person thing for a while, and yeah. every time I hear it, like I literally like I have to like take cleansing breaths yeah. or tactically breathe. Yeah. Because uh, it really makes me mad. So incarcerated yeah. person is really pretty terrible too. It's, it's the uh, it's the softening of the sin. It's really what it is. Yeah. It's softening of sin. It's it's saying that which is sin is man not that bad. Yeah. It's okay. And not only is it or okay, even the person that has committed a sin, like because you can't separate the sin from the person. Continue. Thank you for giving me permission. I appreciate that. To continue to go. I am your sidekick on this. You know. No, you're the star of the show. It's named after you. Yeah, you're just C- using continue. me. Continue. Yeah, like you can't separate the sin from the person. The person has committed that sin. Like right. sometimes you hear that. Like you have to separate that person. You can still respect gotcha. that person as a human being. You can respect them. You can treat them as a human being, but they're still the person who committed that sin. Like, show them it's dignity. Theirs. Yes. You show them dignity, respect. They're still created in God's image. Like they still are an image bearer of God, even though it's marred. Yeah. Right. Even though it's like torn up, even though it's, um, it's not what it ought to be. Right. They're still created in God's image and we should treat them as such. Yet they've committed a crime. They've committed a sin. Right. They need to be held accountable. Right. Yeah. Uh, in a just way. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, to, to what, to what end? To rip. Reform them, re- rehabilitate them, sure. and as as a as a Christian, to hopefully get them to a point where their eyes are open to the spiritual things of God, and they bend their knee, confess, and believe. Right. Like, and and that and may not strive be, toward being a uh, an image bearer of God who is more like the image of God. Right. Which is the goal of every believer. Yeah. We're, we're marred still, right. but like we're being changed and made new as believers. We're being changed and made new. To be more like Christ, who is the perfect image of God, right? right? And he that is, is the exact image of God, and that's by grace through faith, nothing right. on our own, right, but right, through right. through Him. And and so, you know, as a Christian, that that's my that's my end goal. As a police officer, that's not always my job to do right. to be a part of my job. It's actually not your job. No, it's not. Yeah. It's it's to it's to hold someone accountable, bring them before the court you know, have a jury or a judge decide guilt or innocence. And then in that setting, you know, sure, have, have things available to them. Have people going into prisons sharing the gospel, which I think happens in every prison across this country. That's like a big thing, man. Yeah. Like, I love it. There, yeah. There's prison ministry. And, and, you know, and are there times where I can have that ability? Yeah, maybe. Sure. I, you know, I, there have been moments in my career where I have been able to do that. But, you know, you and I sitting here, um, you know, we're two very justice-minded people, and but we serve a justice-minded God. And that is the amazing thing about the gospel, the fact that we serve a justice-minded God who provided a way for us not to face his justice because of what his son had, what his son did. He poured out his justice on his son yeah. on the cross. I mean, that's the amazing thing about the gospel. And um, and we're down here playing patty cake with terminology and <laughs> it makes me crazy Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. this is not, there is no eternal value to 
this ridiculousness. None. Like, yeah. Changing, changing inmate the name to an incarcerated of, person, yeah. uh, you know, playing patty cake with, uh, you know, trans people who want to assault kids. That's not justice. I don't right. care. I don't care how that person feels. Right, right, okay? right. I'm sorry. That, I'm not even sorry your feelings are hurt. No. I, don't, I could care less. I don't care. I could care less. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Great episode, Gary. Thanks you for think? coming. Thanks for, well, thanks for coming. Were we on satisfactory, you think? Hey, I, listeners, I think let us we know were, if we were satisfactory by giving I, us a five-star <laughs> honest review. Yeah. I think we were. I think we, um, we started to rise out of the sludge of satisfactory. We we started to pull ourselves out. And I think the moment when we started doing that was right when we started comparing tennis to CrossFit. That's when we started to pull ourselves out of the sludge of satisfactory. Because it actually is a very good like, comparison. Dude, I can't wait to get the text messages and emails about this. It's going to be awesome. Do you think they made it that far, though? What's that? Like, do you think the listener who cares about CrossFit so much and they like looking at their bodies in a mirror so much and being told what to do all of the time that they've made it this far? Uh, they probably checked out when we first started talking about tennis. They're like, no, that's not, that's not oh, sport. Let me go lift up a, what do you call those things? A stupid kettleball? Let me go lift up a kettleball above my head 75 times as fast as I can. <laughs> uh, but no, thanks for coming on, Gary. I think people that look at themselves in the mirror repeatedly a day like, they drive me insane. But you look at yourself in the mirror every day, Gary. Everyone no, does. multiple times, like, repeatedly. You mean, like, in like the bathroom, I, in their gym? You all know, the what, things. All the things. Like, you got to shave. You got to... Right. Like, you don't have to. But, like, I mean, I've shaved without looking in the mirror. But, like, it's nice to look in the mirror. But I'm saying, like, if you're... So, say you're at the gym and you're working out. Like, people who, like, look at themselves in the mirror, it's just annoying, yeah. dude. You would maybe look at yourself more in the mirror if you trimmed your chest hair. Because it would be no, I like, better looking. No, I, it's hard for me to not look at myself, but I have to look away. <laughs> so, Anthony, in reality, I asked Chris, my wife, I go, dude, when Anthony said that about me shaving my chest. Oh, here like, we go. I go, do, do I want to know this? Do, do yeah, we... I go, hey, would you rather me like shave my chest? She's like, she's like absolutely not. It, it kind of grosses me out. <laughs> well, if, that's good. If because, you would shave it. Because I'm not married to Chris. I'm, I know. Or... Yeah. So everybody has their own like thing. Yeah. But like. Now, I kind of like a Lauren, little. I like a little chest hair like coming out. Like if you're wearing like a button-down shirt, really. And you, oh, I'd like just That's a little gross. bit. Like, I mean, I don't like it like, like in your face, like attacking you. Yeah, who's that guy on um, like the old school cop, Miami Vice? Like, doesn't he have like who's who's the actor know. in that? Like, I don't know. he's got like chest hair coming out. But like, I I like a little chest hair, man. See, yeah, and and uh, Lauren's completely. She likes when I when I'm trimmed. Yeah, it looks cleaner. Now, how about the back hair or like the hair that's like the traps hair? So it's not like armpit hair, but it's like the back, like underneath See, your like, you know what I mean by dude, traps? I like, tr no lie. I trim not like just a little bit my armpit hair one time. And I was like, never again. It was so itchy. I said to Lauren, I was like, I don't know how you shave your armpits. Dude, <laughs> dude it, I, I just trimmed just a little bit because Lauren was like, dude, your armpit hair is out of control. Yeah, yeah. Like you need, you need to trim that a little was bit. Was it like it's, holding in the stench or was it just No, nasty? it's just, it, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hairy guy. Because and, and so, you're a man. Yeah, I'm a man. You're a manly man. Um, and uh, so I, I trimmed it just a little bit and it was so itchy. I said, sorry, babe, I'm never doing that again. Do you think most CrossFit men shave Comple their body hair? Completely. 
Are you serious? Oh yeah, dude. They're like, they're yes. So they shave Absolutely. their body hair. I I completely even believe. legs. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. Because I can see like bikers, like dudes that like are serious about biking. Unlike yeah. you, even though you bought like a real fancy dude. bike. So like, but they shave their legs for specific reasons. Or right. like CrossFit or people. swimmers, or swimmers, yeah, and it yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, but CrossFit people, like you, think they shave their bodies? Man. I, I, I believe the 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 true athletes in the, in that in that in that realm probably yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's super I don't funny, man. I don't know, but but yeah, so. Anyways, that's that 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 part of our conversation, I think, is when we started pulling ourselves out of the sludge of satisfactory and we've kind of moved into a, a different thing above above satisfactory, perhaps in this episode. Dude, it's above. like a like a six out of ten. Yeah, we moved toward a six. Yeah, I, right. I mean, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good about it. I appreciate you coming on. Next episode is the third uh, Tuesday of September. Um. That's when yeah. this is going, or that's no, no, no. your actual, my next episode, the this, real this, one. So, I, I what do you do for that? I one? think people know this. The first Tuesday of every month yeah. is Diagnostic Cops Calling, Low Expectations. The third Tuesday of every month is a guest I bring on. We have a conversation. I Who, do so woke, it's broke. I do cue I like the that. dip, so all that stuff. Uh, my guest coming up third Tuesday of this month is retired Sergeant Manny Luciano. From really? Lancaster City Police Department. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to have him on. That would be interesting. Um, Spanish, speak, Spanish uh, speaking. Yeah, officer. I want to ask him some questions about, uh, oh, you yeah. know, officers who don't know Spanish. Like, how should they interact with people that are speaking Spanish around them? Uh, you know. Just talk louder. That's what I've always done. <laughs> Just talk in English louder, and eventually they'll understand what you're saying. And, I, well, I also want to talk to him about, you know, the, the game. You know, how often you interact with people who claim they don't know English. Um, yeah. They only know Spanish and, and just how an officer can work through that. Okay. Um, you know, how I've worked through it, if he agrees with it, if he thinks it's too aggressive, uh, you know, yeah. But he also has an interesting background, um, military. Uh, his dad owned a store in the city. Um, Is he going to get into that story? Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope okay. so. Um, That's, I was at that scene, so yeah. Like, hopefully, we can talk about that. You're that not was saying a, anything about it. I like it. Yeah, just yeah. Holding it back a little bit. Back. I was going to, back. and I read your face. Yeah, good as we, job. As we sit here in your studio, I wanted to say it. <laughs> That's gonna uh, be good. That's yeah. So That's, I, I think that'll be a really great episode. Uh, looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, and then um, for my patrons, top tier patrons, live episode at some point this month. We'll we'll get out to you when that's gonna be. Uh, that's going to be me and Gary talking about current events, talking about whatever you want to talk about. You can engage with us. All my patrons, even if you're a lower tier patrons, $5 a month. And when I say lower tier, it's not that you're less than. It's just there's different perks. And I appreciate that you're concerned about their feelings. That is true. Uh, maybe I should change. Maybe I shouldn't call it lower tier. It's, it's unfriendly. And it feels a little icky. Yeah, you can't. Uh, don't, don't talk uh, down to him, Anthony. But anyways, my patrons who give uh, $5 or more per month. Um, or $5, between $5 and $10, that's how I should say it, a month, can still listen to that episode after it's recorded. My patrons who give 10 or more dollars per month can engage live in that episode, uh, and we will get to you when that is going to happen. Uh, we talked I think about you should it maybe drop that Sunday. to five. What's that? I think you should give to all your patrons the live but, episode. But I, I need, a, I need a, uh, a perk for those that, that give more. 
that, that have given more. Not everybody gets a trophy here on Diakonos and Cops Calling. You get five. I, I love you. I appreciate yeah, yeah. you. Every, you know, you've well, let's done do something so for much. Those. Let's do something for everybody at some point. When I say us, I mean, it's your thing. But like, yeah, I don't I, feel- there, there was one live episode I did that I opened everybody. to all the patrons. Maybe, maybe in December when I do like the, the live Christmas special, as we called it last year. Yeah. Maybe, I'll, maybe that'll- Can that all your- all your page, oh, like all, you said all your patrons can listen to the live episode. All, all the patrons can listen to it after the fact. Only my $10 per month patrons get a chance to engage live okay. with me and my guest. All right. So I like it. So we'll see. See like how it. that works out. It's going to be exciting. What are you going to do the rest of the, uh, the day here? Dude, I'm going for a motorcycle ride. I'm going to go visit a wife? guy. No, just by yourself. Just by myself. I'm I'm gonna go visit a guy nice. who uh who who just had a surgery. So nice. I'll go for a ride and visit him, and that'd be fun. Yeah, it's gonna I, be. A I nice, really got nice day for it. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. That's what I'm doing. You what work? are you What are you doing? I'm gonna do some leathering. I think Dang. I did some yard work yesterday. I'm off because I'm working nights this week. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna do some leathering. That'll be fun. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, hang out with the wife. Sounds great. See what happens. Sounds great. Um, main point you took from the show, Gary. Dude, that's a pointed question. Dude, main point. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying, really to, I'm one, trying to figure out how to wrap this up, and I'm failing miserably. There's really so no now reason we're, to wrap now it up. We're, now we're dipping into the that's sludge good, though, again. That's good, because that's what we are. We belong we, in this sludge of satisfactory. Satisfaction. Yes, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, now we're, we're dipping, satisfactory now we're dipping people. down into it. Now we've lost like yeah. probably ten people. Nah, they don't care. You know, I mean, only fifteen people listen to this, so now we've lost ten of them. Bro, Great. if 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 only fifteen people listen to this, it's still worth it, dude. <laughs> it's fifteen dedicated people to like legit stuff, dude. I I got great great fans of the show. Yeah, I used to not be able to say fans of the show. It it creeped me out. Yeah, I felt weird. Yeah, I don't really like. I kind of want want you to do a poll about like, like what men that listen to this shave their chest hair. <laughs> like, do a poll. Be like, hey, if you're a man and you listen to the Diakonos podcast, like, how many of you like trim or shave your chest hair? We're not leave I back could. out of it because like back hair, like, it's kind of gross. But yeah. chest hairs, I think chest hair is nice. Maybe I'll throw it out on social media yeah. and do do a poll here. Yeah. Uh, Mine's kind of turning white too. It's kind of super cool. Well, yeah. you saw it. I was su- super surprised. So this was the first time our families got together to do vacation for a couple of days. Dude, we're like ramping it back up again. But well, I, you want to keep talking about out, your yeah. chest hair. All right. I, I, like I would, you know, the moment we got there, which I liked, you, bam, shirt popped open, shirt off. You're like, do you care? I was like, I don't care. But well, I think it, I said, do you think, do you think Lauren cares? Because <laughs> that's what I don't want to offend. I don't care if I offend you. Right, like, right. Um, but, but, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, I was like, Gary, with a body like yours, you know, you are, you're like one step away from CrossFit bod. So just, that is just, just so like take true. that shirt off and, you know, Hey, if you, be if you, you man, if be you, you got it, you know, show yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I, and the other thing I learned about you vacation together is you. So I said to, I said to Lauren after we left. So the, the plan was that, we were each going to provide dinner yeah. one of the nights right. and that lunch and breakfast were on each individual family. Well, we get there. You brought like four, 40 dozen eggs, 10 pounds of bacon, 
all this food yeah. and you fed us every single morning. Yeah. So I said to Lauren, I said, I also babysat your kids for the first like three hours of every day. <laughs> Dude, you were up. Which at, was super fun, man. We were playing how, chess. What we played, time like, were you getting up in the morning? Whenever the kids got up. When I heard them, their little cute little feet yeah. running around, I got up and I played with dude, the kids. You were also on the same floor as them. I know, dude. You gave us the master, like the That big, thing was sweet. That was nice. It was pretty nice. Yeah, was it was nice. very nice. We did uh, rock, paper, scissors to see who got it. I, and I, I lost. I, I lost never win, square. dude. I never win. I'm just really, I should have let Lauren play. Lauren's really good at it. She's like a mind, she does mind things. I know, like I even said I didn't want to do it, but like I felt like I had to because you forced it, me. Honestly, it's the fairest way to do it. Yeah. It's the fairest way to figure out Well, it out was your hookup. The, yeah, but even though like we yeah, split it, but like yeah. it was your hookup, so yeah. I kind of felt bad. Now I was just thinking about it the whole time. I'm still thinking about it. Are you are you for real? Yeah, dude, might get over it, dude. I think my ears are jacked up from that river water, dude. What? Like I haven't been able to hear out of my left ear for like, dude. You weren't even underwater that much. I know. That's really weird. Super weird. I wonder if a bug crawled in oh, or something. Oh man. You gotta go to the doctor. Then maybe they'll pull something radical out of there. I'm not going to a doctor. Why would I go to a doctor? You can pull something radical out of there. Nah, man. If you go to the doctor, they tell you you're going to die or... Yeah. Eh, just Google it. That always helps. I Googled it. It didn't help. <laughs> you're, it's you're, definitely go to the you're definitely dying. You're definitely dying. Oh, man. All right, dude. I'll see you later. Peace.